Podcast v. Podcast Wars 2019. Monthly Roundup and Soma Game Club. This is Achievement Hunting 101. Hello and welcome to Achievement Hunting 101. My voice sounds funny, it's because allergies are real. Oh, wow, right off the bat. This is Level 40. We got a great show for you today. But first, let me introduce you who will be joining. First up, we have Nate. What's up, buddy? Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. We also have Corey, finally making his return. Hey, man. And with us, we also have L. Happy 40th. Yeah. Looks like this podcast going to be buying a sports car very soon. <laughs> Midlife crisis. Who sings it? Come on. Come on. Come on. Metallica. Come on. Oh, man. Definitely not. I Adele? Know. Who sings Epic? Kelly Clarkson. Faith No More. There you go. They have more than one song. They have two. All right. So let's begin with some achievement talk and some stories. Woo! Nate, what do you got for us this week? Oh, this week, just last night, uh, I oh hit Gen 10 on Titanfall. Nice. Yes. Titanfall 360, the Gen grind is over for me, um, but we've got a whole bunch of people that are still working their way up, and uh, one of the fun things Maybe. we had this time around, <laughs> yeah, uh, one of the fun things we had this time around was uh, Cronus scripts. So... We have a couple of us that have Chronos devices, and we just ex-popo scripts. Um, ex-popo scripts, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so we'll go to like Southeast Asia or something like that, and we'll just post up in a room, uh, and we can have our Chronos scripts running, which can feed people uh, pilot kills or Titan kills or wins, uh, pretty much any hour of the day that they can play. Um, and we can go to any game mode. We just need to know a little bit ahead of time and go park those. So they so should nice help. You. Yeah, hopefully it'll help. Um, people get that stuff done and get their homework done and uh, get that game off the list. That's yes, me. I, I need to start playing a little bit more. I'm still Gen 1, level 32, I think. Something like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm hoping now that uh, the major grind is done with Titanfall um, that I can actually start playing other games um, and get to some of the things I have been basically avoiding or uh, just letting sit for a while. Yes, I wanted to join you last night, but instead of joining your session of Titanfall, I decided to do something different. I played Burnout with L. Whoa. Yes. Mm. Oh, wait, you were supposed to bring that up. Oops. What's up, L? What do you got for us this week? Yes, I conducted a, a Burnout Paradise session on TA. Oh, you played with Jables. I did. Jables joined us. Michelle, Michelle's brother, Brian, Mike Pitch, um, Odorless Furball, who I That's forced. That's a name to... and a half? Yes. <laughs> Michelle kept calling him Odorless Football. It was very <laughs> funny. <laughs> and uh, I made him join the Discord. Hopefully he enjoys it in there. Uh, I have an old. Welcome. If um, <laughs> an old friend, Game Tag, was taken, who joined us. And Skeptical Mario and Kingsman helped us as well. So we had a lively crowd. We worked on the eight-player achievements, which are the eight-player win and the eight-player 
free burn leaderboard achievements. So once so we did left that, of that game, the two big ones are 250 online challenges and 50 rivals. So for a rival, basically, you just have to find any new gamer tag and smash into them, and you become a rival. So mm. you can either just join quick matches and do that, or if you get really stuck, there are plenty of TA sessions going on for that stuff. And the cool part about it is that when we were done, we had eight players who worked on the eight-player challenges. So we actually had to coordinate people. Oh, did I mention uh, someone else who was in the session? There's another L, and his name is Nice L. You know about him? Yes, he was nice. Dun, 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 dun. There's a second L to scare everyone off. His name is Emperor L, and he's a nice young lad. And he stuck around, and I wanted to blame him for everything, but nope, everything was my fault. Kept getting lost. Uh, it's only I can do. What is with L's and getting lost? But this game has been a revelation to me. I really don't play racing games, but I can't get enough of this game. It's really fun. It's a good it's one. It really was. It's definitely definitely the co-op nature of it, though. I haven't touched the single-player campaign. I assume there is one. Anywhere from two to eight-player co-op. Can't go wrong. Yeah, I was go looking at my me. achievements. I haven't unlocked an achievement, and I would imagine I haven't played since uh, 2012. And that game was a lot of fun. I kind of wish I would have played it more now. Well, we have a couple more months for this one, and then we have the remastered one to work on the same exact stuff. Sounds good. With that one, I will join you. All right. You should join this one. You should have it. It was Games of Gold. Yeah, you and, and Kush Moss. Come on, buddy. Yeah. The well, program. Yeah, now, you have no excuse, Nate. Titanfall's <laughs> done. Well, it is an excuse. Well, hold on now. So a lot of people helped me get to Gen 10, and I'm, I'm going to return the favor. So, uh, so But yeah. I, I appreciate I, that. I do have commitments, but uh, yeah, I'm definitely down for for boosting and getting some stuff done uh, in lots of other games. But you know, I definitely want to help out the guys that helped me get where I'm going. So, and also anyone else that's coming up. Um, but yeah, I, I would definitely like to maybe get in on a couple of those, um, but not on the normal Titanfall nights because uh, I'll probably be needed there. What about you, Corey? You got any good stories from the week? It has been a couple weeks since I've been on the panel, but. I guess I can pick one from the previous week, or the so, past three weeks, or whatever it is. Yeah, I'll save that because uh, I got one. I got one that uh, I'll mention a little bit later. But one Ooh. thing I will mention is uh, a little bit ago, Carpe Adam kind of threw up a friendly, "Hey, I got more gamer score than you in Max: The Curse of the Brotherhood," <laughs> and so I decided that I was just going to make a challenge on TA, make it official. And so I officially challenged him to be the first to complete it. And I had about five achievements left, and I think he had four. Uh, He had the day off, and uh, he had the whole day to work on it, and he chose not to, to be fair. And uh, to be honest, I didn't know I was going to complete it as fast, but I completed it that night. Uh, And so that's been a long one, a long time coming for that one. Uh, It wasn't too hard. Probably took me an hour and a half to two hours. Uh, to finish up the last few achievements. Um, luckily, in that game, you can uh, manipulate the uh, checkpoint system uh, in order to get some of these no-death achievements, but uh, I'm glad that one's done. So, yeah, Max, the Curse of the Brotherhood is completo. Nice. Congrats. Go for the Thank stack. Um, 
I don't you know. Can, that depends. It's probably not a thousand camera score, is it? You can lap him. No, I think it's two hundred for the three sixty. No, it's not, not two hundred. Four hundred. Four hundred. Going once. No, nope, going twice. Maybe, 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 maybe that special. <laughs> one, Damn it! But that one doesn't count towards any stats. It is four hundred. Uh, the um, unreleased fake one, no. Yeah, no. or something. Like that. No, I think that's enough uh, max to go around for one lifetime. Oh yes, you've maxed yes. out your. Whoa. That. Well, Kenny, uh, process of elimination tells me that you're last. So, do you have any good gaming stories? Well, I have one. I've been going hard. Stop it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> pause, pause. <sighs> On Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms, I'm starting to get like the clicker hero itch back. And this, this game is starting to addict me. <clears throat> I'm starting to get addicted to this game. And it's definitely not, you know, running right he- right now while we're talking. And I managed to yeah. complete area 150. And scored a couple of other achievements uh, this previous week, so I'm super happy about that. I'm making some good progress on it. I won't pretend to know what Area 150 means, but I'll just say congrats. <laughs> yeah, I know you and L have no idea what I'm talking about right now. You didn't do any nope. of the Clicker Heroes, there, Corey? Oh, cl- cl- clicker Heroes, I did. Idol Champions, no. I'm still ish working on Clicker Heroes, I guess. That's it's the same of... same concepts. So, like getting the 300. In like clicker heroes, well now you're trying to get to like 150, and I think I think the max on idle champions is is it also 300 or is it 250? It's 250 on 250. Idol. Yeah, I, I have that uh, channel muted, but it it certainly looks like by the chat that it's a lot more involved in clicker heroes. It can yes. be. Yeah, the the guys that are chatting in there are like way into it. Um, like I've been lurking and um, just kind of doing a little bit on the side actually let everything slide for Titanfall, so I haven't been doing any of my dailies outside of Titanfall. I, yeah. I've Who peeked in there, there, and I've seen some good oh, right. uh, some good stuff pinned. So if I ever do go to it, I it looks like I'll have you know some nice info to get me going. But, yeah, I haven't, haven't been brave enough to, uh, to click that one yet. Yeah, I've been making lots of progress without getting, like, super into the meta of all of it. So uh, I think that there's, there's some nice middle ground yeah, we have a couple of people in our Discord that is super into this game. And Skeptical Mario, he was the seventh person on TA to be able to complete this out of 26. That, or, I'm sorry, 29 like, that have completed it. And it came out like last year too, right? Yes. So like, like late last year, but still where it's, you know, it's already May, so came it's, out. it's been out for a while. December 14th, 2018. Yeah. Yeah, he was the seventh one to completing i believe he's still playing it like going a little bit farther i think i saw him saying that i could be wrong just in case for those mysterious title updates yes that might appear gosh i hope now <laughs> i hope there are no updates <laughs> sorry father it takes long enough to be able to complete it all right let's get into some news first thing we got is well you know i'll let nate take this one away he was excited for this <laughs> darn it you stole my thunder <laughs> I was going to pretend like I didn't want to talk about it. Um, yeah, I know you were a jerk. That's why I let you take it away. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Sea of Thieves anniversary update, uh, I think just launched today. I think it's out. You can get it. It adds fishing. It adds single player. It probably At has the time the same of recording, combat. Yes, today. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm interested in jumping in and checking out some of the single player stuff and, and maybe getting to you know, do some of the 
group stuff, but I just want to see how how this game plays as a single player. <laughs> what was that? Well, <laughs> I was just thinking to myself that uh, woo, uh, who we haven't seen in a while is probably <laughs> uh, done done something to himself upon news of all these new achievements. <laughs> But the reason I'm laughing is because I just clicked on the is because I clicked on the article and there are people in the comments section that all are saying, "Oh, Awu is going to be buzzing with excitement over this news." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. every yeah. time he plays this game, he rates it a 0.5 out of five on TA, <laughs> <laughs> and then he he must just keep changing it back and forth just so he can keep rating it 0.5 over and over, and then he says a lot of expletives about the game and says it's the worst game ever. But he keeps going back to play it, so... Gotta get that game to score. For a little bit I've played, I want to jump back in. Holy T.A. I think that's the problem. If you play for a little bit, it's probably fine, but if you are grinding out all the achievements, it probably turns unfun really quick. So, I didn't realize that they're update was basically an entire new list. I didn't realize Mm -hmm. they just added 43 achievements. Yep. You know, another thousand gamer score, and this number will go down. But if you were to get them all right now, you would get a whopping seventeen thousand three hundred seventy-seven TA. Jeez, yep. Yeah. The real question is, will it be as grindy as the original list, which they did trim down, but it's still fairly uh, significant. You gotta think they would have learned and not made the same mistake. But well, well, there is say that achievement for. And I have no idea what this means. It says receive the commendation <clears throat> for placing first, in, placing first one hundred times in the arena. Okay, so they haven't learned. Oh, oh wait a minute, hold up. <laughs> Completing two hundred contests in the arena, and then there's delivering every kind of cooked meat to the hunters. Okay, so there's a whole bunch of fetch quests. Oh, you'll like this. Yeah, and a whole bunch of different quests and blah blah. blah. I love fetch quests. Borderlands is my favorite. So I have no Dead idea Island what any too. of this means, but holy T8, that was a lot. <laughs> Corey, are you going to play with us? <laughs> um, you're talking <laughs> about playing uh, Titanfall 360, right? Because I did start that, yeah. I'm down. Hot Tub Crime Machine. Arena's nice. Tavern, get at least one member of each crew into the hot tub at the same time. Oh, that's a great achievement name. That's a great achievement. That's a great achievement name. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there's a, they've broken them out into categories. Look at that. There's all kinds of categories of achievement. Well, it was split across three updates, right? Three content packs. Yes. Question mark? Asterisk? I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Next thing we want to talk about, this will be a main subject. I'm going to go over how our month was. Oh, sorry. <coughs> oh, my oh, you, you want to God. talk about our periods? Yes. <clears throat> let's, dis- let's discuss our periods. It's that time of the month. Corey, why don't you- <laughs> Yeah, Corey, why don't you take it away? Well, I'm glad you <laughs> asked uh, about my period summary. So this will, this probably won't really change. As of recording, I have a few hours left. Probably won't give it that much. Uh, but I did just eclipse 7,000 gamer score, which was over 180 achievements. And I played 26 games. Uh, that was 10,000 TA, by the way. Uh, 26 games played, and I completed six games. Um, it was a good month. Um, two of those games happened to be Rattalikas. So four gold mines. Not bad completions, you know. 
Uh, I already mentioned Max, Curse of the Brotherhood. That was a good one. Uh, another one was Trooper Brook, which I reviewed a couple weeks ago. Uh, that was that was a pretty good one because it was uh, I was second. I was the second completion on the site. One of these days, nice. I'm gonna get first. Um, Are there any shields in that game? You know, there probably is. Actually, I don't know. Yes, you need to pick up some <laughs> Trooper Brook shields. Trooper, All right, go Trooper ahead. Shields. Uh, the other <laughs> ones of note uh, would be. Uh, <laughs> Actually, I'm not going to spoil them because I'm going to bring Ooh. both of them up later. Whoa! Um, <laughs> both of them. Both of them. Oh my the maturity God. level on this podcast. Uh, is what? So I want to know about what he's going to bring up. Uh, other than that, uh, it's, it was pretty run of the mill, just kind of playing what I wanted. Um, Titanfall 360 was a big one to start, so looking forward to playing that. Uh, I had in time. I think I mentioned. I started that this month to, to play for fun, and uh, I kind of got to a stopping point, but I, I plan to go back to that one. And then uh, the last one I'll just mention is Glass Masquerade. This came out a few months ago, but it's been really great to just do a puzzle a day, and uh, that's, that's usually the last thing I do before I go to bed, just kind of chill and relax. I'll just do one puzzle, although they are getting harder. Um, as, as puzzle uh, games tend to. Well, if you so this is pretty much like a you're building a you know piece by piece puzzle that is stained glass and uh, you start out with the easier difficulties and the really the harder difficulties just means more pieces and smaller pieces and sometimes I think the the game kind of cheats with the way the pieces are they they really are too big for the spots but they they'll end up fitting anyways but I don't know uh, I, I've gone from you know completing one and you know, several minutes to one took me half an hour the other day, but I really wasn't, I wasn't paying too much attention. Uh, so I don't this know. This actually doesn't look that bad. No, it, it, it was, it's a very chill game. Like I said, and it's, yeah, it looks like the perfect chill game and, and you, you get an achievement for every puzzle you do. So it's a good streak saver. And, uh, you know, you're always making progress towards that completion. Uh, one, one last thing I will mention, I, cause I just kind of scrolled past it was, uh, I started a new Metroidvania game this month, which was Yoku's Islands Express. Oh, yeah. Yep. Beautiful Metroidvania pinball game, if you haven't heard. And uh, I'm, I'm enjoying it right now. So I look forward to completing that one soon because it's not too hard. Um, yeah, that, that's pretty much been my month. Uh, I've, had, uh, I've had four or five heavy days, but a lot of it's been uh streak saver days just getting an achievement heavy days of your money. period i wasn't yeah. gonna i wasn't gonna call that out <laughs> <laughs> i had yes. to yeah sorry x Continue to raise the bar of maturity oh god but i will i'll pass the buck on to uh to l so what about me how was how was your your april 2019 i got distracted well that's neither here nor there how was April 1st for you? Let's take it one day at a time. How about that? Was it a joke? Mm, you fooled me into something, I'm sure. I actually had a very subpar month. Very disappointed. Womp. Womp, 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 womp. Almost, I had, let's see, 6,780 gamer score. Nine games started, four games completed. I actually, it took me until the end of the month to play an easy 1K, which might be a segue into something later, but I wound up playing through Stormboy, and that game is about... 20 minutes quote unquote game that's it it's only 20 
Um, it's longer I, than that. I played it with Not my son. No, I played it with my son. We missed the first two achievements, went back for them, and I believe the time between first and last achievement was about 26 minutes. Mm. So it is very short. Um, it's, I don't want to say it's like a walking scene. Basically, you walk around, and then dialogue comes up, and then you go from one minigame to the next, and each minigame has an achievement or two attached to it, and then it ends. Okay, I did it in 28 minutes. I guess you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not long. Um, but I, uh, like I said, my son played with me, and I looked into it, and, and it's based on this Australian book from the 1940s, and they made a movie of it in the 70s and another movie of it that came out this year, actually. Wow. What? Um, yeah. That's convenient. And right before recording, we actually watched the movie from the 70s on Amazon Prime Video. Did it also take 20 minutes? It took about 86 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, we're no. doing this in, in ex- extreme reverse order. The book is probably the one to go by because we were pointing out the similarities and differences between the game and the movie. But uh, I don't want to give any story elements away, but it's, it's very charming if you have a, a kid around. Uh, very charming game. So it looks like I mean, it's close to a uh, foof. Uh, what's that? Eight three three three, right? Yes. All right. I have to play some more easy games. Really didn't feel like playing any any uh, Rattleikas this month. Maybe next month. Koosh? Yeah. So looking at my month, um, two hundred and one achievements, seven thousand seventy five gamer score. Um, we got that one point five two ratio. Started eleven games, played eighteen, and completed. Four games, three of which were Radalikas. And uh, so I'm a little underneath my 83, and I actually wanted to have like a self imposed 9,000 uh, a month, uh, which would get me to my ultimate gamer score goal of 400,000 by the end of the year. Um, so I might be playing Stormboy tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I can squeeze in a K, and uh, I don't know, there's that other Radalika that came out, the flying the bird plus or whatever bird game plus yeah I, <laughs> I hate having to rely on those but yeah without the rattle like i'm only sitting at like three or four for the month so yeah, you but now clutch. well yeah i've been i've been working hard but now that uh, now that titan ball is mostly done at least the grinding i can move on to some other things and get back to my other goals for the year which i was looking at uh, and I have made like no progress towards them. Uh, things like my uh, Metro Metroidvania completions for the year. I want to get twelve of those. I wanted to get twelve uh, pre twenty eighteen started games done. Um, I have completed none of those. Um, so I really have to get cruising on my goals for the year. Uh, and that's where I'm going to start in uh, two hours. Two hours. <laughs> if, if we're not done talking. Yeah. I just wanted to touch on um, Masquerade because um, I had I had started that as well, uh, and yeah, it, it's definitely a relaxing game. Um, it's kind of this sort of thing where you start a match or a, a puzzle and you think, oh, you know, okay, I'll just I'll just finish it, and then when you're done, you kind of want to start the next one, but you look at the clock and you're like, oh, well, that did take twenty or thirty minutes to complete that level. I know, right? Yeah. The nice thing about it is you don't have to flip the pieces. Um, oh yeah i'd be so oh, screwed that's nice. the, the weird thing is when you look at the piece you don't see the color you just see the silhouette of the piece and it's flipped and reversed so 
it makes it kind of hard to figure out where it's going to go. And then when it comes back up, when you select that piece to place it, you can drag it around the window and, and put it where you want. And yeah, that whole size thing is a little bit weird where the place that it goes into isn't exactly the same shape. So like when you get towards the end, you're like, well, why does that fit there? It doesn't quite look just right. Yeah. Yep. Um, also, luckily, um, they they have like these dots on the puzzles. Mm-hmm. And so they they highlight them in red on the, the wheel. And th- those are kind of your starting points. Um, so it's, it's kind of good that they do that as well. Yeah. I, I had one other gripe with the game, but which I do enjoy the game. But there's just one other thing that would make it a lot nicer. And that is the scrolling speed. When you go to scroll through the list of pieces, there's a whole bunch off screen. And <laughs> when oh, you go yeah. to scroll them, it's just it's painfully slow as they look, they scroll down onto the page where you can select them. I don't, I don't know why it needed to be like that. Uh, <laughs> but it is a fun game. It does have some minor drawbacks. But yeah, if you're just taking it and you're just doing one a day or something like that, great game. What about you, well, Foo-Foo? Well, real quick, I've seen that you've been playing or that you played Opera and Sia. I think I, sp- I said that right. Yes. Operencia. Operencia. Close to how I would say it. Uh, that is interesting. It you is... played that for the uh, rewards quest, didn't you? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> how was that? It looks interesting. It kind of reminds me of like a fable. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I can sort of see that. Um, it's interesting um, in that it is first-person combat, but you move on a grid. So it's kind of like a dungeon crawler, like a, yeah, like a graph paper dungeon crawler where you're able to move forward, back, like like XCOM. Um, well, this is first person. So I I actually haven't played XCOM, so I'm not positive of that. If it's like grid paper, it's more like big rigs trucking, I would think. So think of Crypt of the Serpent King. I think it's a little bit like that, uh, which I I haven't played that game, but, but it's first person. You're, you're, you're looking in your environment. You can turn a full 360. You can turn any increment of degrees you want. You can look up, you can look down, but movement is restricted, um, to, you know, forward, back, left, right, uh, one square at a time. And so you're just navigating around the levels. Um, there's a little bit of puzzle solving elements in order to progress. Uh, and then there, there is combat. Now, combat is a little bit like um what's what's the game from the witcher what's that card game gwent yes so it's got kind of a gwent mechanic to it in that there are rows so there's three rows and certain attacks are better at certain ranges and they have you know single attacks or sweep attacks that you could hit multiple people um so the combat's kind of interesting it looks like there's going to be some depth there uh the farther you go along um your resources your your skills have to basically once you use them you have to wait for them to come back up again um so it looks like a fun game if if you're into that kind of uh rpg and kind of maybe like a slower paced turn-based combat uh it's it's definitely worth your time checking out i mean it's free and uh yeah it helped me with that quest (laughs) the turn base is kind of what made me interested in it yeah you should check it out well for myself this month uh, yeah i know I got 87 achievements, 3,645 gamer score, which equates to 4,305 TA. Started five games and completed two. All those twos were Radalikas, so completed, you know. And they did Two points for the BCM. Did you catch that? I did. Good job. (laughs) I listen when I'm not on. 
Good job. <laughs> I'm proud of you. But speaking of turn base, I one of the games I got to dive into this month was Final Fantasy VII. Love it. <laughs> yep, I was waiting for that. <laughs> and then, yeah, I've mentioned the other games I've played previously in the show: Idle Champions, Titanfall, Burnout Paradise. So we don't we need much going to. What so all Final Fantasy VII. Yes. One of your all-time favorite games, right? Yes. Rotates in the top three. So th- this is your one of your favorite games, top three, and it came out on Xbox. What has inclined you to not just focus on it and play it to completion? Figure like, you know, you'd want to just focus on that and just play it and enjoy it and not stop. Um, uh, I don't think I've said this on the podcast yet, so I'll say it now. You're pregnant. Who told you? uh i've actually probably played final fantasy 7 15 ish times or so but back on the playstation 1 when we had memory cards i'm sure you guys know this things failed saves got erased very often so there was a lot of times i would get to the very end i would get to the point where i'm about to fight Sephiroth for the final time or i get to the third disc or whatever Something happens to my save, it gets erased, and I go back and do it again. So that's one of the setbacks of why I haven't just uh, went all went all in on trying to complete this. Is I've done it so much, but also when I play this game, I kind of want to be in that uh, kind of like in that single player RPG mood, and I and I haven't really felt like doing that this month. As much as I really do want to complete it, I am going to complete it soon. I just haven't been in that role playing. So I, I'm, a lot of it is probably more like brand loyalty. Like you want one of your favorite games, you're just going to buy it on multiple platforms, and so you can support them and and all that, right? It was sure that's part of it. That was part of it. It's one of my all time favorite games. So therefore, being able to get achievements in it, it's just like yes, that's awesome. I definitely want that on. Uh, whatever on my tag you know completed final fantasy 7 um this also like i know a lot of people bought kingdom hearts 3 in hopes that we would get more because so much of the kingdom hearts and final fantasy series is console exclusive to like the or they just prefer to playstation i don't know if they actually have exclusivity there but in hopes that I, you know, I help support them in Final Fantasy 7. They see, oh, there's interest for Final Fantasy games on the Xbox. Maybe now we'll get all the other ones. Like, I know, L, you talk about how 6 is your favorite, I believe it is. Uh, Yeah, I like 4 and 6. Which 4 and 6, that's what it is. <clears throat> the, the two SNES ones that made it over to America as 2 and 3 back in the day, but yeah. And see, like, 6 I've played way back when, but I only played about eight-ish hours so that's barely nothing mm-hmm. for a final fantasy and the only thing that i really remember is a cutscene of the night guy i have no idea what his name is the night guy swinging into a castle like the tower or something like that and crashing that's all i remember six or eight hours may not even get to the title screen mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly so okay with then that's kind of like what you say you know i buy final fantasy 7 you know here's $15, maybe we'll get more. I would love to be able to have those all those other games come to the Xbox um, just so I can experience them. Because going back to the PlayStation 1 and trying to play them, it's eh, I don't much like the PlayStation controller. 
And, you know, it's, it's just a PlayStation. I would much rather play them on Xbox and earn some gamer score, even if I don't complete them. It's possible, but it's not as enjoyable. Yeah. Most likely. Uh, there's some nostalgia there for some people, I'm sure, but... No, I get that. I get that for the for the support part. That's Who's so. He, he he never supports developers. Nope. Buys multiple <laughs> copies. <laughs> and that as well, you know. Uh, I know how you know yourself. You're not interested in playing these games, and I understand that, especially because when you look at them and the graphics are horrible, they are kind of difficult to go back to. If I hadn't played this when I was young, and that and Final Fantasy VII being the game that got me into RPGs. There's no way I'd touch this thing. If I wanted to go back and experience a Final Fantasy, I'd play like a 10 or a 10-2 where it came out on the PlayStation 2 and the graphics are doable. You know, they're they're okay. They're not horrible. Whereas, you know, Final Fantasy VII's graphics, no. Aside from like the two or three cutscenes, they're bad. You say that, but we play uh, these Red Alec games. Some of them look like complete garbage. But to be fair, that's because I can spend, you know... 10 minutes and get a thousand gamer score i mean there's sometimes i take longer to poop than to play a rattle like a game <laughs> all right do you think part of what made ff7 uh so good was the graphics back in the day did you think that was part of it i think that hasn't aged well it's interesting to think about i think at least for me what made the game so special back in the day is it was one of it, instead back then. I you know playing a lot of Spyros, Crash, stuff like that. You know the mm-hmm. kid-ish quotes uh, platformers. Whereas this, it was something totally different. It was this: I got dropped in the world, and uh, you know you get dropped in this world, and you just have to go find what to do next. And I remember, you know, not being able to figure out where to go and having a strategy guide to help me because I was just lost, couldn't figure it out, you know, Mm. attacking while the tail's up because translation sucks. Exactly. So with that, you know, this was one of the the first games where I really just had to figure it it out, and it helped. And And this was also totally different than anything I've played at that point. Because when I just, when I first got this, I was in fourth grade. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, I don't know. So now, many of you are like fourth grade. You... I was in college. Yeah, still in the bottle. So, did you care about the story at all? I did. I liked the you story, did. and okay. I did. Uh, I would, which I would imagine most people do when playing an RPG like this, where you name all your different characters. You know, I'm I have blonde hair and blue eyes, so I'm Cloud. You know, and said I don't. I don't ever have his name is Cloud. I have it as Kenny, mm-hmm. and also I love the Buster Blade. You know, it's awesome sword. You know, <laughs> at the time Barrett was my friend Matt. Uh, Red Thirteen is always my brother because that's his favorite character. So he's always called Mikey. Uh, now that I'm older and I'm now married, you know, Tifa is now Brooke because you know. She's Bay. <laughs> um, Eris was the only person I didn't uh, name because someone you hate. Fun fact: This is why I don't read ahead anymore. Because back then I'm like, oh, let me look at the strategy guide, and then I get to the end, and there's you know Sephiroth with his sword just piercing Eris. Stop it! Showed that in the strategy guide. Yes, and it kind of ruined that. 
So it was kind of nice because it was like, oh, well, I'm not going to use her because she's going to die. And I don't need to to, train her. What's the point of that? What a fun fact. Thanks for sharing. But at the same time, it ruined that. So I didn't get that, oh, my God, kind of feeling when playing it. That was probably one of the first games that I played, um, you know, because I also was in fourth grade. Um, <laughs> in the fourth grade common room of college, um, and we were uh, <laughs> we were all sitting around kind of playing it together, um, you know, on one person's account, and then that actually is what made me. This game made me go out and buy a PlayStation, like later that year. I bought a PS One, and I bought this game. That was like the only thing I played on it. Um, but yeah, it was the graphics, and it was like the length of the game, and and all the things that you could do. Yes. Um, that's what drew me to it uh, when I hadn't played you know, Final, uh, the previous Final Fantasies uh, on that console or I don't even know what else was out there. But I, I then dabbled in the next two and then got out of it again. It, it was just seven was just the right time, right crew. Yeah, with all the things that you can do, it was just, it's definitely something that interests me. I, you know, like I said, you just get put into this world and you can do all these different things. And then later on, you know, I find uh, the Elder Scrolls more when it's just like, oh my God, this game's even bigger. And then Oblivion and Skyrim and yada, yada. Oh, and the, the, CG, the CG at that time was like unparalleled. That was just, it was mind blowing. The FMV cutscenes and then kind of like how the backgrounds mm-hmm. were. Just, how do you describe it? Did you... With the parallax? Was there parallax? They were just moving like they kind of moved a little bit they weren't static yeah and your characters dynamic okay see i think i was too young to appreciate all that at that at the at the time <clears throat> i look back on it now and go wow this game was really ahead of its time especially with some of those uh with some of those cutscenes. is final fantasy 7 on sale this week doesn't look like it i wonder what is on sale i'm glad you asked <laughs> <laughs> Well, we have a couple of games on sale. It's a very uh, smooth segue, Corey. Very smooth. <laughs> I try. That was perfect. Uh, L, are you picking up anything on the Xbox sales this week? Um, Michelle, are you here? No. <laughs> I feel like we u- we've used that joke before. No, never. We don't beat dead horses here on this podcast or any. Uh, honestly, I no, I am not buying anything for a long time. Because we got such awesome games with gold offerings this month, and <laughs> that is all I need. I guess we'll talk about those later. Not nothing for me this month. What about you? Yeah, I'm pretty much in the same boat as as you there, El. Um, this is a week week. If you if I catch my drift, <laughs> the only one I've heard that was decently easy completion was Coffin Dodgers. Um, that one is fifty percent sure. off. Yeah, it's, in, it's in six dollars instead of twelve. I mean, in terms of completion estimate, I think that one was the shortest. That was the shortest one outside of Dream Break and Uncanny Valley, which I believe are in bundles. Ah, and those, um, I assume it's the same bundle, and it's the awesome graphics of yesteryear bundle. Oh yes, the Digirati made in the USSR bundle and the Digirati pixel art bundle part one. Didgerati, uh, fun fact, Didgerati also made Class Masquerade. Ooh, what a fun yes. fact. Thanks Dream for sharing. Break, Uncanny Valley, Bleed, and Slain Back from Hell. I've heard good things of uh, for a couple of those. Uh, the thing with Didgerati, at least they, they have a pretty good discount. So that bundle is $10 instead of 50 
So yeah. Oh jeez. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't picked up any of those uh, components of that bundle, that's that's pretty. That's pretty good. I've pretty done good. two of the four Dream Break on Uncanny Valley. I want to start Dream Break. Uh, it's only a two-hour completion at the most, so I don't know what's stopping me. Kenny goes to the bathroom longer than that. <laughs> <laughs> I saw one thing that I thought maybe I had already picked up. Yes. <laughs> and did not. I checked my emails. I checked <laughs> xbox.com. <laughs> uh, yeah, there were no tabs still open for this, mm-hmm. even though it has been on sale previously. But the council, complete season. Uh, it's nine eighty nine down from $29.99. It's an adventure and a point and click. Uh, it's 1,000 gamer score, even though you know, you're getting the season, so you're getting a bunch of the story and DLC. It's still only 1,000 gamer score. And I think they didn't have a good uh, estimate listed because the estimate that was on the game said does not include DLC. So I just started adding up the numbers, and I think it's in the neighborhood of like 20 hours. Uh, but, you know, that's what you want in an adventure or point and click. You want a little bit of time investment. I don't know if you want 20 hours, but... I think I, we have different uh, opinions there. <laughs> I think I'm with Corey on this yeah. one. If, if you're you looking click, to play the game, you want a little bit of time. If you click on the walkthrough, it says three to five hours. Weird. So, but that's probably that's, for episode one, right? Yeah, I would assume mm, it's for the first episode. I don't think so. I don't know. Well, I'm going to pick it up. Pretty sure. All right, you let us know and, and you play know, through. Uh, play through without a guide and tell us how many hours it takes. Yeah, well, that's why I before, prefer to do. before it goes yeah. off sale. So yeah. we we know. I wish yeah. more of these point and clicks would be play anywhere because they just feel more natural using a mouse. To me, I'm old and that's when I played them in the '90s. Oh, you mean them. point and click works better when you can actually point and click? Yes, Seems that. Legit. Yes, not drag and click. That's weird. That's exactly correct. So yeah, week week for sales. You were talking about games with gold. What's so great about games with gold this week? Mm, there are lots of groans. Lots and lots of groans this month when the list was released. I wonder what took them so long. At the end of April, right away, uh, we got treated to Marooners. Treated? Xbox One. Yeah, treated. Uh, okay. And do you, uh, do you own Marooners, Kenny? Well, now he definitely owns Marooners. Marooners? Know, he doesn't have gold, does he? Oh, right. <laughs> oh, oh, hey. Hold on, dude. Hold up now. I have gold. Thank you, everyone. There must have been like fifteen of you that have tagged me throughout the week. Hey, Fufu, cuddly poof. Look, there's a new, there's a deal on Xbox Gold. Thank you all. I have gold. And thank you, Wakapale, for hooking me up with gold. Oh. What do you have? Fifteen different people sending you forty-eight hour codes too. <laughs> I must have been tagged in that while. exact same article of get three months or buy three months of gold, get three months free for like $21. Oh, that was, was a good one, actually. Yes, it was a good deal. But after I've seen it, you know, the 7th, 8th, 15th time, it's just like, oh, okay, I got it. I need to spend money on gold. Got I actually it. used your gold trick uh, this week for Titanfall because <laughs> I needed to do something uh, a quick boost so i just i looked and i had a, a two-day code i was like you know what i think deuce koosh is gonna get gold for two days <laughs> so, so deuce koosh was playing and i was playing and uh we had a good time together what game hooked I'm you guessing, up i'm guessing deuce koosh has a higher level than i do in that game <laughs> it was plants versus zombies <laughs> oh okay I thought it was <laughs> 
So anyway, back to Games of Gold. So Marooners and the Golf Club 2019. That's the new one, I, right? Yeah. Golf Club 1, 2, and then 2019. Sinners 2019. I'm going to go with a yes. That... It, was a 50, it was a $50 game. Oh, Was it, though? Okay, well, it's MSRP. Yeah. $50. Those were the Xbox One offerings. And then the uh, easy to say Earth Defense Force Insect Armageddon and Comic Jumper are the Xbox 360 offerings. Uh, Kenny pointed out in Discord today that Comic Jumper was also on Game Pass. So that might have been the first time they've done something like that. Did Kenny point that out? I thought it was Hatton. Uh, well, Kenny stole the idea from I someone. I mentioned. I talked about it. Oh, seems seems smart. But uh, uh, overall, Earth Defense Force is is uh, is a full one thousand, and Comic Jumper is a XBLA title. Just wanted to finish that. Go ahead, Corey. Well, I was just say overall, I wasn't very like happy. Well, yeah, I was. I'll just say that I wasn't very happy with the month. But uh, in the end, I, I don't really care. I'm not going to play any of them anyways. Uh, so not having, well, I have Comic Jumper. Uh, but I think the rest are okay. Um, I mean, are we okay, conditioned to get a free game, four free games every month? Do we expect better? Yes. So we would like I, saw, I, I can't take all the credit for this, but I did see somebody mention it, probably on Twitter. Um, this might just be the strategy kind of where game, we'll talk about it in a second, but Game Pass is kind of getting better games than games with gold. If you kind of look at the past few months. Without a doubt. Yeah, um, Randall Thor so. posted a scathing video. Well, I don't like. I don't want to follow that fool. Well, well, I watched it and it was pretty entertaining. <laughs> I Had watched my popcorn it. out. I watched it, it as like, well. It was eight minutes of uh, damning Microsoft, and just yeah. I think that's a little much. I, I wonder how his dinners much. with Mike and Barra go. Yeah, when <laughs> <laughs> they go out for tacos later, right? But I don't know what would make people happy. Like we've had months where we got. Borderlands and Assassin's I mean, Creed. N- nothing but is going to make people happy. I guarantee yeah, exactly. you, Coach Hester is going to love Golf Club Night 2019. <clears throat> well, I could defend Marooners. That was fun. There you go. <laughs> but you probably need three or four people local to really enjoy it. It's not any fun with the AI. But unlike a lot of those games of that ilk, you can play online with people. So that is good, at least. I'm just saying it could be worse. We could have none like we like we used to, right? I guess yeah, it could be worse, but at least for me, you know, there's three new games. One, of, I, I'm not going to fire up Golf Club. I can't. I just can't see myself doing that. Uh, Comic Jumper, I've already had access to, and I've dabbled. Um, that that one is a good game. That was probably the best one from the bunch. If Golf you were to Club. Ask me. Hmm. No, no, no. Comic Jumper. Comic Jumper. Oh. And I, I'm looking at starting Earth Defense Force. That looked interesting. I, I had not known anything about it. I saw Earth Defense Force. I got excited. I'm like, ooh, I bet this is that sounds like a tower defense game. I might be interested in it. And then I look at it, and it's a third-person shooter, and I went, yeah. It does have co-op. Just pointing it out there. Hi, Michelle. <laughs> uh, I think, didn't TA say that that was like a 150-hour completion? I did see that, but... All right, we can do it. I don't need got this. Got this. I mean, you've played Titanfall twice, so I guess that doesn't phase you. <laughs> but yeah. do you guys? Um, I mean, we're in reality, we're going to pay for gold just for the multiplayer aspect of it, right? So, is this really mm-hmm. just a bonus anyway? I mean, when it comes down to it, I, you know, bank, bank, uh, we get, we have gold no matter what. 
we're getting free games. You know, we're not paying for these games. If they didn't offer the games a gold service, we would still pay for gold. This is just a perk. So, I mean, yay, I got four new games. The plus side is I don't actually have any of these. But it's... I think the biggest problem is if you follow... I don't know if you guys do, but I follow, like, the PlayStation sites on, like, Facebook. I kind of follow a bunch of stuff, and that's one of the things I follow. And they always get games that are name recognizable, you know, something big. Like, um, I think they got, like, The Division for free or something like that. You know, something that if you are talk about with people who aren't achievement hunters, you know. What's that, PS Plus? Yes. Yes. You know, the casuals, I guess you can say. You know, they're getting games that they would know. Whereas we now look at it, we're getting Earth Defense Force. What? Comic Jumper. Mm-hmm. Comic Jumper. Who? Marooners. Uh, never heard of it. Golf Club. Eh, golf. <laughs> you know, it's like... I mean, cool. I got new games, and at least we did get Golf Club 2019, so that's a new game. From what I hear, Golf Club is good, not my thing. I might try it now, just because I do hear good things about the Golf Club, but eh. (laughs) I mean, like you said, it's a $50 game, so that means something. You know, that's actually a good value, but it's just not that name recognizable. It's just not something that people know and want to play i guess you could say the next nice... I, I would disagree i bet you that one's going to get downloaded a lot but should they be giving us a triple a title really it could be an old triple a doesn't have to be brand new that's the I middle mean, ground I, to be yeah, honest i don't feel entitled to get a triple a every month no okay but i'm still in the mindset of this is an added benefit that wasn't here you know years ago so i do agree yeah you know, like and like happy. I said, this is some. This is just a perk. One way or another, we're gonna pay for gold. So getting four games a month that is nice. But because in the past we've gotten The Walking Dead season one and two, we've gotten Rise. Yeah, every month can't we've be a gotten, Rise. But yeah, um, right. But the nice thing about this month being so bad is that <laughs> next month is gonna look even better by comparison, probably. Maybe. Although we we broke the trend of getting a Xbox original. Games. This They're onto us. <laughs> um, I mean, I take another Assassin's Creed over Marooners. Do they have any left that aren't new? <laughs> like, um, I'm sure there's. I can't think of the list off the top of my head. I think, you but I know there are a few that we ones. haven't gotten. So I wouldn't mind having another Assassin's Creed over these. See, I mean, my, that's just and that's just personal preference. I disagree with you. I, and that, it I is. would happily take Marooners. That is definitely a preference. My personal preference is. Uh, the couple times they've introduced us to things like Guacamelee and, and Chariot and uh, these fr- these indie games that are were kind of Steam hits, and they introduced them to us. And I really enjoy when it's stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, it's a game that you own. That, that's what I like about games with gold. Even if it's old, that's fine. I like old games, um, but I own it, right? Yeah. It's not so, Game Pass. I don't. I don't rent it, and then it's gone, and then I have to rush at the end of a three month period where you get it that's done. That's true. And PS Plus, I believe, are rentals too, right? Or they're temporary. I think you only have access to them when you have it, and yeah, they may go away if you lapse. I forget. I let mine lapse. So, 
So. Like go away permanently? I think so, yeah. So Games with Gold started in June 2013, and we have gotten 147 Xbox 360 titles and 110 Xbox One titles. So, And, and I mean, PS Plus, they've already stopped giving away, what, Vita games and PS3 games? They've stopped that. Um, I don't know. I, I don't... They have some good offerings sometimes, but I don't think that they're necessarily better than Microsoft's. But then again, I, I, I think Game Pass is where their focus is. So, the, you know, the day one launches and the, and then the multitude of games a month, instead of just four, you get, you know, six or eight. Yeah, every week we're getting another two or three games a week. So speaking of Game Pass, uh, real quick, the games offered in order are Wargroove, which is May 2nd, Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus, May 2nd as well. Descenders is coming out of Game Preview. Version 1.0 is launching on May 7th, and that's coming right to Game Pass. That is a fun game. I do have experience with that one. Black Desert, sorry, Koosh, and other MMORPG <laughs> fans. Uh, <laughs> this one, be careful Looks not good. to get sucked in. Yeah. May 9th, Black Desert. And I've only heard good things about Black Desert. Uh, Surviving Mars is a colony building game that comes out May 9th. Uh, Achievement Hunters Rejoice Tacoma, May 9th as well. That is a two-hour walking sim, I think, roughly. Yes. Lego Batman 3 Beyond Gotham, May 16th. And then also on May 16th will be The Surge. So I think that's a pretty pretty good month. Uh, Personally, I'm excited for uh, really only uh, Wargroove. And that's because I really haven't gotten to Wolfenstein yet. I already have Descenders. I know that's a good game. I'm not an MMO fan. Surviving Mars looks cool, but it looks like it'd be timely, too timely for me. Oh, I missed one. You guys didn't even tell me. Uh, May 10th, For the King. That is, launching, that is launching day one in Game Pass. And there was a little blurb in the article, if you read it, that said Game Pass owners get it three days early. So that might be coming May 7th. Uh, but that oh, is a cool. new roguelike tabletop game so looks cool and then lego and the surge i'm kind of met on but i'm glad i'll have them actually i already have lego batman 3 so yeah i'll be excited to try a war groove for sure though because it's a uh, play anywhere so that'll be you know that's perfect here at work you know little turns here and there okay so but you guys, looks anything neat. you're excited for it's a great month <laughs> i mean there's it's not really. I mean, Surviving Mars is probably the one that I would I would throw away. Um, maybe for the king. But yeah, this all look like fun. And Darn the thing is, crack desert. And the thing is that that might not even be the finite list. They could, they might add more. So it's always they have know. been. They have done that in the past. So. I mean, just just for example, today they announced all of those games except for Descenders. But then the Descenders dev announced that they're coming out and coming on Game Pass May seventh. So, right there, the first thing you know, just before the first titles launch, they've already added another one. And isn't E three coming up soon? E three is a month and a few days away. Yeah. So I expect good things here. Exciting stuff. Yeah, you can definitely tell that their focus is on Game Pass because this is a really good list. I mean. I'm interested in Wolfenstein, Black Desert, Surviving Mars. I guess I'll be the one, only one that's interested in that. Tacoma, For the King. I mean, Lego Batman 3, if I ever decide to jump back into that, but Lego games aren't really my thing. 
Oh, I will say, I've never played a Wolfenstein game. Is this something that if I jump into this one, I'm just going to say, I'm just going to screw myself and I should rather, I would be better off playing them in order or do you guys know? Um, I, I haven't finished the first one, but it, since it's heavily story driven, I would say, yeah, do the first one Here. first. And they, what, they even had a prequel to that? <laughs> well, it depends on what you want to call a prequel. Um, <laughs> What's prequel the first one considered? Prequel. The 360 one? No, I'm talking about the reboots is what I would say. Okay. So you're not talking about the PC? The no, not no, no. the 360 Wolfenstein and then... Castle what, which... Wolfenstein. <laughs> then what the is it? The old water. blood and the new blood? New water. Those came out on the Xbox One? I would, I would say play those because okay. there's probably some continuity with those and Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus. I would also think like engine and mechanics, you're going to be stepping backwards. Uh after play this and you like it and go back oh that's very true okay maybe i won't jump into that right away it's not that many years but you know there's there's probably some improvements but that being on game pass you know that's what i was talking about you know as a recognize a game recognition thing you hear wolf and sign you go oh i don't i may not know anything about it but you know it's a good game if for no, no other reason it's bethesda so it's like okay this is probably a good game if i spent my money on it uh, I'm probably it's probably worth it. Are we gonna have achievements, uh, Corey, in Descenders? Um, you know what? That's a good question. I haven't seen the word achievements uh in the dialogue that was shared, but I would have to think that if it's version 1.0 and it's releasing, then you know that's a. I don't. I don't there hasn't been a game that's released without achievements, right? I don't think so. No. I think they have to have them. Yeah. So it's been a while since I've played it. Um probably close to a year because i got it right when it came out and uh there was no multiplayer at that time and i know that they've they've worked on a bunch of adding maps and different modes uh and and multiplayer as well so what is the the possibility the game itself is hard but and i expect the achievements to be pretty hard as well you think they're gonna be pretty straightforward you think they'll be fun like uh no tail whip a baby or (laughs) um yeah, I think it. Would, I think it's gonna be pretty straightforward. I, I don't really see them. I don't, they they seem like a fun studio, but I don't know if that's really where their focus is. And you know what? I might as well check Steam and see if that's happened there. But I think they're releasing version one everywhere at the same time. There's a page on TA for Descenders, but it just says achievements will be avail will appear when available. So nothing yet. Al, you interested in any of these games? Mm. There's one I'm interested in that I will leave for the next topic. <laughs> All right. Moving right along. All right. Well, let's move into our contest corner. Uh, first contest we want to go over is, you know, the BCM frame holes completion challenge. This week's topic that we're going to focus on is short and sweet. Complete a game whose title is less than 10 letters long. Letters only, numbers and punctuation do not count. So, L, why don't you let us know about that game you were talking about? All right, I will. When I first saw this, my immediate thought was refunct, but then I looked and I did that one back in December, so I couldn't believe it. So that one's off the table. That's funky. It's fu- <laughs> yes, funky like a monkey. Ooh yeah. So I'm gonna go with the Game Pass game Tacoma because that's supposedly not too bad of a completion. That one's mine. What about you, Nate? Um, short and sweet, the mall. I love my 360, not at 1,000 gamer score games. Um, 
I like the company. That's Drink. Is that Drinkbox? Twisted Pixel. Twisted Pixel. Okay, same thing. Same people who made Comic Jumper. Yeah. Fun mm-hmm. fact. Yeah, I liken them to to a Drink Explosion Man and Miss Explosion Man and the yeah. Loco Cycle. Yep. So I'd like to wrap that one up. Be done with them all. About you, Corey. Right back at you. So I alluded to a game that I did not mention in my period summary that I completed this month. And that happened to be another Metroidvania, which was Owlboy. Fits this nice. category perfectly. So that one is done and dusted. And yeah, very medi- very mediocre uh, Metroidvania, if you ask me. But uh, it's done. Congratulations on that completion. Thanks. It was uh, It's a juicy one. Like I don't know. It's in the 2000s for TA. Uh, it's pretty much just because... Most of it's tied to in-game stuff, uh, going back and getting the collectibles. Having a vasectomy really helps your game. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, just the one time, though. Uh, speaking of owls, <laughs> does anyone remember? <laughs> Definitely can. <laughs> do, uh, I'll direct this to Nate. Do you remember the uh, Tootsie Roll owl? Of course. <laughs> one. Hey, I know that commercial. You do? It has from the 80s. I know. How many? And that, that's how long. It's still too, on Corey? TV, I think. Is it really? I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> it's definitely on the internet. That's what I just thought of. <laughs> Mr. Al. Hey. I don't know where you're going with this. I don't know. Just what it reminded me of. There's an owl. Oh. Okay. <laughs> owl boy. What? This owl this owl's a mute, though. So. Owl boy. Storm boy. Bull boy. I don't know. And let right. me guess, Fufu is going to pick some Rattalaka game because that's all he plays now. No, I'm not picking a Rattalaka game. I'm picking a game I absolutely hate. I got one stupid achievement left in it, and it's <laughs> driving me nuts, but I want it off my tag. I'm doing a semblance. All right. I'm just saying you could pick Iron Snout. That fits here. I could, but I'm going to use well, this as motivation to get this last achievement. Irony is that the achievement is titled White that I can't get. <laughs> Why is that irony? Come on now. Go get some sun. Oh. Ah, there we go. Corey powered through that one, eventually got it, right? So you I can do it. it. I, I did, yeah. I went back to it, uh, I don't know, probably a couple months ago, and I think I spent like maybe half hour, did it over and over, and I did not stop. Finally got it. I'm going to have to do that. You know, the completion estimate is zero to one hours. So far, I'm at an hour and 37 minutes. I hate this game. That <laughs> one stupid achievement, man. It's all about timing, and I think I think actually, I don't even know if I played it multiple times. I may have got quicker than I just said, because I, I got the timing down, um, and then I looked at a stopwatch at you know certain times and, and got it, I think, the next go. So there's a little bit of science to it, yeah. unfortunately. Next contest we want to go to. And uh, which is L's favorite, RTDL. RTDL, the random to-do list. Are you setting me up to talk about this? Yes. Twitching as we're recording this, the new lists just dropped, and you keep talking about stupid things like go get some sun. Uh, actually, that's a pretty cool thing. Go get some sun, Kenny. No, the sun provide creates <laughs> flowers, and the flowers give me allergies, and the allergies give me. Ah. Oh. That'd well, anyway, podcasting material right there. Everyone's going to love that. <laughs> now, to anyone who doesn't 
To anyone who doesn't know, the random to-do list is when you get a random list of 25 achievements of your locked achievements. You need to have at least 1,000 locked to qualify. And different achievements from different ratio groups are drawn, and you have the entire month to try to get them. Now, you can use this. Uh, there are leaderboards, you, so there's sort of a contest element to it, but you can just use this as a, an excuse to play games from your backlog. Um, the contest is run by the Real Gamer Score podcast, uh, specifically Chin Doctor. And speaking of Mr. Chin Doctor, he came up with an idea. He wanted to challenge me to a friendly competition of a podcast versus podcast. Um, but originally, he it was just going to be me versus him. And I said, no, 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 no. Let's get some more people involved. But uh, his two co-hosts, Professor Pluto and Planting42, don't really participate in RTDL too much. But I believe he talked them into it. And uh, what we've decided, um, because of that, he reached into his uh, into the community and gotten L.A. Justa and Ben L72. Xlax. Xlax was here. And they got their five. And our five will be me and Rocker Dude. Back in the game. And Mishkaila. That's Matriarch. As well as... Elroy and Wakapel. So there's going to be some five-on-five five crazy action. If you look at the leaderboards, our team members are in blue, and their team members are in green. Well, mostly blue. Wow. You're, you you're, fix you're, it. you're not blue? <laughs> I wasn't. Dabu dee, right, dabu well. da. You could be whatever color you want, Rocker. We love you. So... I don't believe we're going to have any stakes, or maybe we'll come up with some stakes Ooh, during. Stakes? I want to enter. Stakes and weights. I'm hungry. Corey, do you have the list in front of you? Uh, yes. Go yeah. go, go to Michelle's. Tell me what you say. To go to Michelle's, tell you what I say. It's, it's something that dun, we talked dun, about dun, earlier. <laughs> oh, wow. All right, so. Wow. Two, one, <laughs> two, three, four. Final Fantasy VII <laughs> achievements. <laughs> Jeez, can can we swap lists, Michelle? Two I know. Guacamelee crazy? achievements. Uh, Storm Boy. Lots Super of bugs. Mode Midnight Deluxe. Uh, three Crackdown. Three achievements. Yeah, clumpiness, uh, right? Yeah. This one says Orb Hunter. Is that like the the main orb one? Um. Probably, Collect yeah. So I guess we're doing a lot of crackdown. So and I also got two crackdown three achievements on mine. Looking at it now, and I got a Final Fantasy VII achievement, which is one of the ones she got. So yeah, randomness is clumpy or, or not. Oh, che- look at this! Check she, out my uh, third achievement. I know you want to talk about it. She's got one that that you will like, and that's uh, complete manual Samuel in uh, co-op mode. Ooh! All right, you said look at you. Uh, yeah, my third achievement. Um, one donut county. <laughs> oh boy, am I gonna enjoy Gotti. that game? Actually, it's the goat greatest. The of game all time. of the year. Oh, the greatest game of all time. All time for this year. And with the bees make honey, I got some classic, classic achievement hunting one hundred and one games on this list. Oh, you as said well bees, Ziggy. Or you said honey. Ziggy. You win a game. Yes, thank goodness. Very excited. As soon as we stop recording, I'm gonna jump in, play something or other. 
Oh, no. Puzzle Bobble. Master of Infinite Patience. Do you know what that is? <laughs> uh, it's the one that you're going to get Michelle to do. And probably. You have to play for 60 minutes in a row without dying. Sounds fun. I tried it once and made it to, like, I don't know, 40 or 50 minutes. The trick there is to not actually shoot off the ball. You you just let go of the controller and let it shoot off. So that's the most amount of time. Uh, well, cool. that would get me a completion, so I look forward to getting it done. And you got a wrestling achievement. I did get a wrestling. Excited. So, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to excited. getting back into RTDL, though. Yeah, I need a hearing. Competition. Get anything we're talking about? Uh, I have a lot of Borderlands Game of the Year edition. And, you know, the new one, I think, as I scroll Sorry down to my name. No, I'm looking forward to it. I have one, two, three, four. I have four achievements. No, five. I have five achievements in that game. So I will be playing a lot of that. Um, I do have a Glass Masquerade achievement. So that will be fun. Got to do another playthrough of Oxen Free. Not really looking forward to that, if I'm honest. Oh, your hardest achievement. Ouch. <laughs> that one might be a reroll. It's uh, called might. Master for the Power Rangers game. And. Uh, it happens to be where you have to reach Master League, which is the the top ranked league, and only fourteen people have it. You know um, you're rerolling that one. That one sucks. I, I don't know. Come on, get it know. done. Today, an update for the game came out. I don't know if it did any balancing things, but and I, I will honestly give it a, uh, a my fair try before rerolling it. Paladins on your list. You haven't dived into that game yet? That was actually a fun little game. No, I've dived it. That's why it's on my list, ah. you dummy. Well, I didn't know Dang if you it. just added it to your games collection. Jerk. I'll do that. Oh my goodness. Children. So, yeah. My, my list looks very good. Very doable. Um, and as far as Metroidvanias goes, it looks like I'll be playing Song of the Deep and nice. Danger of the Ooze. Hmm. Cowabunga! Let's see. Does Koosh participate in this particular event? Uh, I'm not. Well, I'm not in the, uh, the podcast competition, oh, no. but podcast wars. Twenty. Oh, you're a non- oh yeah. So curator, good on mm-hmm. you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Good as far as the, uh, we haven't. Uh, the other thing I was going to say is we the new quadrimester started. So I'm not quite sure if we're going to run the whole quadrimester or if we're just going to do a month to month thing. Is that three months or four months? Um, <laughs> one of those things. <laughs> well, yes, four months since we just finished the fourth month. Yes, the next four months. Both of you, Kush and L, have Steamroll Dig achievements. Y'all need to finish yeah. that game. Yeah, I didn't put my hat in the ring because I didn't want to drag the team down. Because I have not. Uh, that's been, okay. I've not been. Uh, it's, it's just for fun, yo. Oh no, I get it. But uh, get some stuff it. done. Maybe we could swap out next month. We'll Wait, see. Quad dramatic. Get rid of some dead weight. Three months. Well, I definitely because there's 12 you know, months in a year, not 16. Stop talking. Well, well it's not part. Of, no, it's not for the competition. Uh, I do see some stuff that maybe I'd be tempted to go do, like Rayman Origins, like that game. I see some Boggle. Maybe I'll get on the treadmill and do some Boggle. <laughs> uh, Disney Infinity. <laughs> I've been meaning to do that. Um, and then of course, yeah, my Steam World dig. I want to get that completion. Uh, hopefully in May, so maybe I'll just knock that one out. There's a couple things in there. Painkiller, Hell, and Damnation. What about you, Foof? Well, I don't have this Disney Infinity one for level 2 characters to level 15. Sounds like uh, you're 
you you know your daughter you're training her up on paw patrol she can uh <laughs> time to step it up yeah need a training montage all right while we're at it i may as well go over the top 10 of the april leaderboard and it looks like 11 people got 10 or more so way to go everybody how many is in the competition or Whatever you want to call how it. How many not people a, got really lists? Yes, how many people got lists? Because mm. I'm too lazy to look. A lot of people are tied at 56, so it's kind of hard to, to tell. Ah. It's, I would say a good 80 or 90 got lists. Ooh. And 55 people got at least one in April. So if that helps you. Out of those 55 people, uh, LA Jester got 10. NBA Kirkland got 12. But the Ferg got 11. Enigma Gamer got 12. Shabobble, bobble, 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 bobble got 14. Fresh 3366666999 got 15. Reset 42 got 16. <laughs> Homer got oh. 13. <laughs> there it is. And uh, the big guys, Ben L got a whopping 23. And. As I mentioned last week, Wildwood Mike finished his list with all 25. C-c-c-combo! And a couple of days ago, I matched that and also got a full combo. C-c-c-combo! Finishing off the last couple of achievements that I needed in West Dorado, which has some ridiculously inflated ratios. You can, you can get an 8 ratio achievement in less than an hour in that game just by doing what the guy tells you to do. Phew. For whatever reason, people just pick up that game and maybe they don't like it. They put it down. I don't know. It's not that hard. Game Pass. It's a wonderful thing. Two FCs this month. Not bad. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting on with the list. So that can only mean one thing. Proclamation point. <laughs> what the fuck? 200 completions. Awesome job. Mike Pitch has won 14,000 achievements. And still needs to finish Brothers. And Buffs <laughs> has 17,000 achievements. Um, Emperor L has reached a new milestone of 150,000 gamer score. Nice. L. Nice. I see what you did there. Kitty Skies is now in the top 20 of the Whales TA leaderboard. I wonder if the Dolphins get their own category too. Rucker Oof. Dude. I know that's bad. Did something with Metroidvanias. Again. Top 500 of TA. That's getting like a, a new thing every week, Corey. Most of that goal, top 100. And Be Your Me is now in the top 50 of the Minnesota Gamer Score. Nice. Gamer Score leaderboard. Nice. Uh, we had a couple of birthdays. Isrit102. Happy birthday. His birthday was April 29th. He got like 75,000 versions of Mortal Kombat 11 for his birthday, I believe. Good birthday. And as of recording, it's still his birthday. Sasha Morning, happy birthday to you as well, buddy. Happy birthday, guys. And in the community spotlight, I will put the illustrious Carpe Adam 79 who didn't start off as much of an achievement hunter, but he's been kicking butt and taking names. He reached 100,000 gamer score. Woohoo! And he used the achievement, Welcome to Prominence, from Prominence Poker. So Good one. He planned out. He planned out. A fun one to use. And that's for completing the t- tutorial. <laughs> but it's still a funny and a fun one to do. Good achievement. Congratulations to Carpe Adam 79 and the rest of the crew. Oh, and one more important thing. Since all of you were asking uh, me about my uh, vision cam exploits of last week, 
If you remember, I went out and bought a vision cam because I couldn't find mine. And sure enough, a couple days later, I did find my vision cam. So You have an extra? Good news is, well, I gave it to Michelle, so the good news is now we both have one, and I'm going to have to lend her mine. So we now can you use can it. Now you go play for... Viva Pinata. That's actually, yes, Viva Pinata, <laughs> the second one. Yeah. You can scan, which I've tried before. It takes forever to scan one of those things. It's not great. <sighs> and then, of course, there's always Uno. Windscape is a first person exploration adventure game as described by developer Magic Sandbox. Published by Head Up Games. A copy was provided to us for review. Thanks, guys. Yep. All right, so here's my review. It'll be quick, I promise. I know we went long. So, this was the other game I played last this past month that I did not mention at the top of the show to not spoil it. But I played this uh, on day two of vasectomy recovery. Uh, just, just to let you know, because, you know, we're family here. We don't have secrets. Uh, all right, so Windscape, right? Wow. Playing as a young girl, you start out with a few quests that leads you to discover that bad stuff has happened in this video game world, which now relies on you to resolve. So insert video game cliche here. Uh, so besides questing, you have some light dungeon crawling that kind of ties into that quest uh, line. And the game also gives you some very limited crafting mechanics. So initially I was turned off by the crafting because that's not my style. Um, I have been known to not play a game just solely because it has a lot of crafting in it. Fortunately, the crafting was very insignificant in my my playthrough. Uh, just to elaborate a little bit, the crafting requires materials, which you get from killing and gathering. So killing enemies, like a spider, might get you some silk. Uh, and then you can go and you can knock down a tree or mine for ore. Uh, to gather materials uh, is another way to get them. Uh, and you make things like soups for your health, uh, better equipment for you know defense and offense, and you can upgrade your rather bland spells. Uh, the graphics, they remind me of a polygonal, I guess is a word, Skyrim with bright colors. Um, the sound... The sound was pretty forgettable since I can't remember it. <laughs> uh, and the gameplay, as I mentioned, the questing, the, the fetching, uh, it was mediocre at best. Um, all in all, it would probably take you eight to ten hours to complete. Uh, I think that's what it took me. I did it all in a day, uh, you know, on and off. As for the achievements, uh, there's only 16 of them, and they range from 50 to 100 gamer score each. And I guess technically four of them could be counted as missable, uh, although because they have you do something, you know, so many times. But it's pretty much guaranteed that you're going to do every single one of them if you play the story uh, from start to finish because the requirements are super low. Uh, and those are gather 10 resources. Uh, so if you never craft anything, I guess you could miss this. Uh, defeat five enemies, craft five items, and cut down five trees. Now... Saying that out loud, I could probably remove the defeat five enemies because you'll probably have to do that anyways. It might be impossible to miss, but who knows? Uh, I didn't count that hard. Now, the remaining 12, well, it's not the remaining, 12 of the 13 remaining achievements 
uh, just come from entering different parts of the game world, none of which are optional. So again, playing from start to finish, you're going to get every single one of those achievements. Uh, and that only leaves one achievement left, and that comes from defeating the final last boss. Um, there's no difficulty to select that I recall, uh, but I had no problems playing this game from start to finish uh, until the final boss. Uh, and actually, the, the boss before the final boss, uh, I did die a couple of times before I found a cheese. There is a quote-unquote Jesus rock, I guess you would uh, would call it, from uh, the Left 4 Dead days, that as soon as you start the fight, basically stay where you are, don't move, and spam your spells. You might get hit once before claiming victory, uh, but it's going to be at the end, probably, and it's going to be minimal damage. At least that's how it was for me. Um, so, easy way... To, uh, that you, you if you're struggling that boss before the last one just stand there and shoot now the last boss is the only time I really got frustrated with the game um, and I got really nervous because I wasn't really catching the gist of how the boss fight went and how to approach it uh, after a few times um, because there was a lot of one-hit kills in there and uh, the patterns weren't uh, I don't know they just something was off about them. Um, and the part that really got me, got me down was right before the, the boss, you're in this area and I decided not to upgrade my spells to the maximum upgrade for them, which probably hurt me some, but it hurt me more when I couldn't go back to the game world, uh, to go fix that and grind a little bit and, and max them out. Um, now there was a door to go back to that area. But it seemed like it was broken. It wasn't a, oh, the door is broken. You can't return until you beat the boss kind of broken. Uh, it was more of, hey, you want to go back? Loading, loading. Oh, you want it to stay right in the same spot. Gotcha. Kind of way. So I was not impressed, uh, to say the least, about that. Um, but in the end, I did beat the final boss. Uh, it just took it a, took a little slower. So uh, that made the boss fight kind of boring. And it was... A, you know, quite honestly, a lackluster finish to this game overall. Uh, but luckily, the achievements came fast, and the game only slightly overstayed its welcome. Uh, I was I was pretty much done with it. I don't know, an hour, hour and a half before I actually finished it. Um, not too bad. It, it again, if you if you sit down and play, you you could probably knock it out in a weekend or a day if you have minor surgery, and, uh, <laughs> and yeah, you'll be good. Uh, but Winscape. Again, it's a $20 title, $20 U.S. American dollars, that is. Uh, I could not justify this game at full price, but I would recommend it on a sale. Uh, but as a very mediocre game, I'm going to give it a very mediocre rating at 2 out of 5. Well, I got to say, <clears throat> while you were talking, I was watching the gameplay trailer. Mm -hmm. I know you didn't like this, but this looks like it's right up my alley. I actually think I would really enjoy this. All right, tell me one game that you th that it reminds you of. RuneScape. Oh. Okay. It reminds me of RuneScape and like you said uh a very basic Skyrim. Both both of which games I absolutely love. Have spent way too much time in both of those games. And this very much looks like a uh 
like a Skyrim on the PlayStation One era, I guess you could say. Very bright, ba- very basic graphics, and I love games where you can craft, you you gather resources, create armor, get your upgrade your spells. Now, when I say upgrading and crafting, it's it's those things in the most basic way you can think. I realize that. I figured that being a ID at Xbox title. I don't expect so, this, you know, very intricate, intricate thing. So the reason I asked you uh, what it reminded you of is because the developer, uh, he pretty much, I think this was the one that um, he said that his influences were Zelda. Now, I'm not the <laughs> biggest Zelda fan, and he, he put some references in, uh, but I did yeah, not the, get um, any this was the vibes. one. This was the one where the email <laughs> said, "Hey Corey, listen," and I was telling you about. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that! No, I remember you. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I was telling I was you not about Zelda sixty four. The, the Zelda vibes, other no. than maybe the, uh, the 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 visually, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I'm getting P- PTSD from Shadow of Loot Box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just looking at these screens like I swear, oh, there's that level in Shadow of Loot Box. And oh, there's that level. Sounds about right. It looks very, I don't know, 90s, like a high-end computer would run it on in the 90s. I don't know. The developer said he was a huge fan of Zelda and Golden Axe Warrior and Secret of Mana, which I didn't play those, you know, the latter two. But I don't know. Mm. It was We need that game with achievement. For the day, but... I'm glad it didn't really take a lot longer than that. And I'm glad the achievements weren't super grindy. Role-playing game, magic, sword, shields, crafting. Yeah, that's up my alley. I think I might actually enjoy this. All right, Corey. So here's the ultimate question for you. Would you rather Mm -hmm. play Windscape again on a separate tag Yeah. or Vasectomy 2? Oh my goodness. Oh man, that is a tough one. Um, just for recovery time, I'll go, I'll play this again. <laughs> that was not, that was not a fun week after, but, uh, uh I did enjoy the thousand gamer score. So Fair enough. Yep. that was Winscape. All right. Well, I think that'll about do it for the show. Unless anyone else has something they'd like to add. I like toitles. Let's get back to the Sea of Thieves. All right. Well, we are on YouTube, Spotify, Lipsa. Wait, no, we're not on Lipsa no more. We are on Podbean now. Wherever it is that you like to listen to the show, please like and review us and, and smash that subscribe button. If you want to contact us, our Twitter, we are on Twitter, at Achievements101. We also have a mixer, mixer.com slash AH101. And most important, Come join the community. Our Discord is discord.io slash AH101. All right, guys. Class dismissed. Talk to you next week. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. But for real, we're still on YouTube. Same place. Five, four, three, two, one. Other sequential segment with Matriarch, X the Hero, and El Royo MJ. Love that guy. What's up, everybody? Now, we all know that I love pandas. But you know what else I love? Unicorns. 
Little known fact about X the Hero is that he freaking loves unicorns. In my desk at school, I literally have five unicorn-themed flavors of hand sanitizer, which I am fully aware is the epitome of masculinity. Even as we record, I am sipping a unicorn-flavored martini just to really drive the point home. And uh, since we're on topic, Rainbow Dash is totally the best pony. Come at me. Uh, Beyond that, what else do I and my lovely VSS co-hosts love? Themed episodes! And in honor of our 40th episode, we thought we'd reflect on our favorite 40 gamer score achievements. But before we get into that, some pleasant 40s. Oh, I see what you did there. You tried. Uh, uh, swing and a miss, I guess. I'll blame the unicorn martini. He is ranked 227th in soccer games, loser, in the United <laughs> States. He is Elroy Oma Jesus. <laughs> nice. Uh... I uh actually I'm I'm the expert in any 40 gamer score achievements. Uh, everything I get, I'm in my 40s and I get my my gamer score achievements. So I think that I'm very well qualified in this area. But uh, speaking of pleasant forties, uh, let me tell you something. What's not pleasant forties is that soccer keepers. Now, if you have a good soccer keeper, you know that it. It, it's something you just take for granted. So you don't know that you have a bad soccer keeper until you don't have a bad soccer, or until you don't have a, a keeper. So, like today, I was seriously considering hauling the barrel off to the side, the, the little trash barrel, into the middle of the goal just to see if it would ricochet the ball further away from the goal. And the off chance they hit the ball right into the freaking barrel, which would be more effective than what I had in the goal, which was a beast of a student that's like just immobile like i i but anyway it was not a good day at the soccer fields today okay just, and uh I, I i could go on and on about it but uh please don't yeah it's uh <laughs> but you know there's a through ball right through ball goes through the defense and he's so, doing it anyway and so you have the keeper is supposed to come up and save the ball you have all day uh the ball literally from about midfield and all you have to do is just kind of go outside the 18 barely. I mean, and you have a head start, and there's there's no reason why you should be be getting outrun like that. I mean, unless you're a trash barrel, which it wasn't, but the I, I longed for a trash barrel back there, and uh, I'm done talking about it. Okay. Also joining us. <laughs> Also joining us is the woman who is ranked 185, it's a tie, for collections in this <laughs> lovely country of the U.S. of A. She Mark. is Matriarch, as Elroy would say. Matriarch. Collections? Collections. What's what's collections? I, I thought it was very um, fitting since we're talking about a collection of 40 ooh. gamer score achievements. Oh. Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. What kind of collections you got? I'm, I'm just curious. Collections uh, to me sounds like X... a debt problem. Like, I, I'm not... Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I collect controllers and stuffed pandas and yeah. oh. scotch. I also collect scotch. I oh. used to, one of my more unusual collections, I used to collect hobo signs. Like, if I saw them on the corner and there was nobody guarding them, I'd jump out and grab them. <laughs> and I hung them in my garage. I had a bunch of these different hobo signs. You um. are the best kind of person. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, with that, Let's get into our favorite or most memorable or least <laughs> memorable or most frustrating or, you know, sexiest, take your pants offinest, most whateverest 40 gamer score achievements we have. Start us off, the Roy Oma Jesus. All right. Well, 
so just to be clear, I'm not sure a lot has transpired since the last time we told what we were actually doing. So these are all all achievements that are 40 gamer scores. So this is our most memorable ones, and uh, I or least memorable, off. or most frustrating, yeah. or sexiest, or most pants taken off and most whateverest. Oh, I guess you did describe it. So I yeah, wait. I, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I totally did. Yep. Okay. So that happened, <laughs> and so uh, I'm gonna start off with one called Marathon. All right, Marathon. Now, I, I like marathons in the sense that uh, yeah, I, I, I can run. Um, I did a half marathon once. Got it under two hours. I, I hear that's a decent time. But in this case, marathon comes to us from Microsoft Solitaire. So the description is, came back each day of an entire month and completed at least one daily challenge. So I had this on um, my tag for a while. I mean, once you start solitaire you know it's kind of one of those last ones that you get where uh those gold medals the silver medals those bronze medals you know all those games like that microsoft this microsoft that uh jackpot microsoft bingo microsoft uh, you know whatever all those games so this one was the daily challenge one for solitaire and i've never had much luck in getting these these type of date achievements where you have to log in and do it and so I picked January. I figured I'm going to start this year off right. And I am going to log in and get this on in, on my phone in January every day. I tried it in the past. I got like maybe 12 days and and then uh, I would forget or something. And it just never worked out. I just always forget. And so I found the way to do it would be to finally incorporate it into my schedule. So I thought, well, where is that most consistent most you know where i would know i'm going to be at a certain time so i immediately thought my morning bathroom break where i sit on the throne and kind of wake up and uh and try not to wake up my wife uh and so i usually do my binging then and then i thought well i and i'd get the bing out of the way and then i get the solitaire out of the way so i started is that like a is that like a poop reference a bing yeah oh man you don't bing no? I, I thought we were a little more mature and dignified than Man, I've been all over the place, man. That's what I've, the I've seen the pictures do. of your I, student bathrooms. Man, oh, well, I've been all over my bathroom. And let me tell you something. So y'all don't do the daily rewards oh, I do. I do. on, on being? Okay, okay, okay. So I, I'm just curious. What is yours up to? My I finally... total points? No, no, like uh, your your daily. Like how many? What's oh. your streak at? I only get online and do stuff for leisure when I'm at work, so I never get more than a five-day streak. Ah, uh, okay. See, I finally incorporated it into my routine. I finally got it uh, all set in place, and uh, I'm I'm doing quite good. I used to have the the day like the streak would always be resetting on me, but I am currently on a 117 current Whoa. day streak. Yeah, that's Very yeah, nice. impressive actually. Yeah, thank you. Very so. Nice. So that's a lot of trips to the bathroom. That's four months of being in the in, <laughs> in the bathroom, and so uh, and then also for you bingers out there getting points, a nice little if you have a phone, uh, you know uh, most people do, and, uh, and it doesn't have like cord on it or something. It's like one of them smartphone things. So you like get it, on it there. Just and, came out in Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, you, it's exciting times down here, and so you uh, <laughs> you get that reward set, and then immediately I, I used to like just stop there, but then I realized something. Then I go to the homepage. And then I click on underneath the whatever the picture is. It says near me, news, restaurants, movies. You click on news, 
And then all you have to do is just hit the, it says top stories at the top, just hit top stories and hit sports, then hit US, hit local, hit world, hit science, hit technology, hit entertainment, hit politics, hit business, and you get the idea. And you get your, basically, that's 80 points out of your 100 on your search engine. So you can basically pad your, your daily uh, stats by doing that and then just do four general searches or whatever. You type in one word and then you can click on something, then click on it again and then click it with an extra word after that. Usually a good one to start with is dog, and then you like, you know, you click on it again. It says dog breeds, dog sizes, dog this, dog that. You click on one, and then it, it, that's how I get my hundred points every day on that. And so, what was I talking about? I think you were talking about daily challenges in solitaire. Yes, yes. Yeah, so, and marathon. Right. So marathon. It's not a terribly difficult achievement. It has a three point one three ratio. Uh, on the the old cellular device so remember it is the key so this one stuck out in my mind is one that uh is one of my favorite 40 pointers because i'm so proud of myself for finally incorporating it into my routine and i was even on vacation during january so i was using the commode in san antonio for packs <laughs> and uh you know and uh, i didn't really have to it was just part of my routine at that point i didn't have to worry about waking her up so but you know <laughs> I, it's just part of your routine at that point. So I'm especially proud of myself. And also I had a few days off, milk day, all that good stuff. And um, so marathon, that was my number three. Number so three. I feel like feel like your contribution to the podcast was like 45 seconds of content and four minutes of Bingo. Elroy. <laughs> well, as long Bingo. as it's 40 seconds of content, it's topical. Oh, <laughs> nicely done. Em, what you got? All right, so for my number three achievement for this week. Number three. Number one, I, I, whatever. Your first one. It's a little bit of a different structure this week. So the first achievement (laughs) I'm going to talk about this week is actually an achievement I've talked about on a VSS before. So (gasps) we have another entry into our rare selection of games that have come up more than once. And I think this might be the second time a specific achievement has come up more than once. Anyway, I didn't do the research. But I'm going to talk about... Dark Ritual from Gems of War. So way back in episode two or three, before X joined us here and our triumvirate was complete, uh, we discussed the top achievements we'd pay to make go away. And one of my (laughs) choices was Dark Ritual from Gems of War, which requires you to craft the Sithenos troop. This is because it takes a lot of hours. But as it turns out, I have a lot of hours because I don't have a whole lot to do when I'm not at work. And I did eventually get this one done. It weighs in at 40 gamer score, so it was a perfect choice for this. And it did take probably about 300 hours of playing to do. Now, similar Ooh. to what uh, Elroy was just saying, though, with regard to Marathon, it's not a hard achievement, per se. It's just a matter of dedicating the time to do it. Now, I can't, I have not yet rigged out my home to play Gems of War while on the commode. And if oh, I should do that someday, <laughs> it might make my life a little easier. Uh, but it was very nice to get this one out of the way. It currently sits at a 6.4 ratio, so Ooh. it's still worth a good amount of gamer score and TA score. Uh, so it's it's a good one if you can get there, but it, it just, the way that it's structured, there's no way to shortcut it, even if you do pay to make it go away as best you can. So that was my first choice for this one, because it was certainly memorable to finally get that one done. Nice. All right. So I like that you guys, your first one is you know, long or grindy, high ratio achievement. Um, I went the <laughs> opposite approach entirely. So my first pick goes to the, I'm going to butcher this, uh, but it goes to Yubikiri Onigashimasu. 
achievement Nailed from it. Memories Off 6 Next Relation. For those of you who are curious, this achievement translates to please put your finger out, please. They, yeah, they double. Say, they say that's nice. Yeah, please mm -hmm. put your finger out, please. Yubikiri Onigashimasu. I think that was better the second time. Anyway, you earn this achievement for seeing both endings for Yuno. Uh, and Yuno is one of the lovely ladies for you to romance in this game. So why is this memorable for me since I didn't understand a damn thing the game was talking about? Well, it's not actually the first Japanese visual novel that I played. It's the second. Um, but it's pretty much the game that kickstarted my entire achievement whoring career. I purchased my Japanese 360 and it came with like 10 VNs because the guy who sold it to me had no idea what it was worth. And the first one I played was Code 18 and I didn't really get it. I put it in and I played it and I'm like, cool, that was a thousand. Okay, whatever. With this one though, I was totally on board. Like I, I got it. I'm like, okay, cool. Pull up Sangria's guide, get thousand gamer score in a couple hours, done. So, thanks, Memories Off 6, Next Relation, because without you, uh, there's a good chance that I never would have played such gems as Jack and Jill DX, Super Destronaut DX, Energy Cycle, Energy, Energy Cycle Edge, One-Eyed Kuth, or Game of the Year, North. And, uh, for what it's worth, um, Yubikiri Onigaishimasu, please put your finger out, please, has like a 1.01 ratio, Ooh, so... Someone's missing it. Whew, hardcore. <laughs> So, so you know, you know. <laughs> I do know, you know. <laughs> we say things twice because they mean more that way, right? Absolutely. Oh, okay. Absolutely. All right. Have you met my wife? Kelly Kelly? <laughs> <laughs> Last I, I heard, I was on <laughs> top of her. <laughs> I know you're joking, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I just thought I'd do a nice little call back to that great moment. Oh, so, right, yeah, right. number two. <laughs> number two. All right. Uh, number two, I have um, two uh, two for number two uh, because they're basically the same thing or same concept. They are Triggy and Crawfish Triggy. In, More yeah. double entries. Yep. Two. Yep. Two, two. Yeah. All right. Nice. Yeah. Triggy and Crawfish Triggy and Bud Spencer Slapping Beans. And I believe correct me if i'm wrong this but i think we possibly have talked about this game at some point during this podcast uh maybe uh it was re a review maybe it was in uh, i don't know stay a while and listen maybe it was in uh basically every single segment i've done except for achievement wildlife hunters i think i've it's made the circuit so you, i don't know that there's... you've mentioned this but i've also mentioned it when i was doing my uh saint patrick's day Oh, yeah, you're mm -hmm. right. Yep, yep. The chugging the beer and the sausage and all that stuff. Are you chugging the beer with the sausage? Yeah. Yeah, nice one, eh? No. The, uh... that's, that's Canada, but continue. <laughs> well, the, are you saying, yeah, okay. I'm just, I'm, I don't know. I'm going to stay away from it. Now, talk to, <laughs> we've, talked about, <laughs> we've talked about this before, but uh, when you go through it, uh, you, like, you go through the races and you know something's up because you get through the race and... Like, nothing, you're like, okay, so I need basically shave off a minute of my time. Okay, I just did it. I didn't crash into everything. I got a nice jump start, and I played it flawlessly. Oh, I still need to shave, like, 45 seconds off. So you know there's something going on here with these two achievements. You're like, they're for basically speedrunning the race part, like finishing it, um, 
in record time, basically, and then also for running it backwards and uh, getting first place. And so you knew something was up, and I couldn't figure it out. I ran this race so many times. I was looking for secret tunnels. I bumped into every wall to make sure it was sturdy. I tried everything. And so the key is, finally someone gave me a tip on this and told me, finally there was a YouTube video on it. And <laughs> the the key is, you have you ever seen the, the movie Ready Player One? I haven't actually. Oh man, that was the last movie I saw in the theater. Uh, I saw that movie in theater, and I figured that was the peak of cinematic uh, uh, progression, and it was all going to be downhill after that. So I've watched zero movies in the <coughs> excuse me in the theater since Ready Player. One. I get a little choked up talking about this movie. It meant so much to me. <laughs> and and uh, so I saw Ready Player One. That was it. But in that movie, spoiler alert. There's a uh, race sequence, and everyone keeps trying this different things, going for it, going for it. Uh, they keep getting destroyed by like Godzilla and all this other stuff, uh, monster trucks. Yeah, I mean, it's really a, a, a visual masterpiece. And so you're seeing all this stuff, and, and everyone keeps trying all this different stuff, and no one can figure out how to beat it. And then, turns out, all you gotta do when the race starts, you just floor it backwards. And that was the whole key. So, yeah. So, spoiler If you haven't seen the movie, it's only been out for like two years, I think. But the key was they had to go backwards. And that's the same thing in this Bud Spencer slapping beans. I don't know if they were inspired by that or what have you. But uh, you just go backwards to a certain point and then go forward. And basically, it's real easy to get the achievement at that point. So, really enjoyed the game. I've talked about it at great lengths. But uh, it was Really cool getting those achievements off my list once I saw the video and saw the trick on how to do it because I tried so many different things. I was like, there is something I'm missing and I could not for the life of me figure it out. So it was quite the relief once I figured it out and I just needed another excuse to talk about this game. <laughs> All right. Yep. Nicely done. Sounds uh, good. It's definitely going to have some podcast record. I think once we get up to 40 times talking about it, though, we have to retire it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Time to talk about Barbie again. <laughs> it has been a while. And Bull Boy. Bull Boy and Barbie and, Boy. and uh, <laughs> Bud Spencer. I think those are probably our top three. I don't know. Right, well, and I'm, Minecraft. But yeah. Minecraft puts a lot on the table, though. Yeah. For sure. Uh, hmm. But for my number two, I'm pretty sure I picked a game that we haven't discussed before. And that would be the Connect required Xbox One title, Shape Up. Uh, either of you guys familiar with this one? I am I've familiar it. with it, but I haven't played it. Okay, you've talked about it. Oh yeah, that was like the it, one yeah. the, with the uh, the Beatmaster. That was the part I talked about, the Beatmaster. Right, right. Okay, because the Beatmaster mm -hmm. was impossible. So as mm -hmm. I was going through and looking for achievements for this one, it was actually a little difficult. First of all, there are pages and pages of 40G achievements, but secondly, what qualifies an achievement as memorable? We all have those one or two things that we've done before, and we remember that feeling of relief or excitement when we finally pop that achievement. But mm -hmm. once you're 5, 10, 20,000 achievements into your gamer tag, they all kind of blend together, especially when you're playing games like all the Game of the Year candidates that X mentioned earlier. Oh, yeah. So with that said, I just sort of sorted my list and looked for 40G achievements and decided instead of picking one achievement, because I did that with Dark Ritual, I was going to pick a couple games that had several 40G achievements because it would give more meat to the discussion. Shape Up is one of those games. Shape Up has actually, uh, including the DLC, 10 achievements worth 40G. I have earned eight of them, and they were all pretty memorable because I actually stood up 
and was not on my couch and exercised. And these were achievements that I guess you could trick. So there are things like getting uh, consistency badges, which you pretty much just get for playing the game. But there was a lot of stuff you actually had to do. There's uh, the achievement for beating the lumberjack in the DLC quest. It, mm. You can't fake that. You have to actually play and move your legs and beat this lumberjack at whatever fitness game he decides to throw is at he, you. Is he is he worse than the the beatmaster? No, no, he... no. The beatmaster is far and away <laughs> God, the worst I hate one. That beatmaster, man. Because Ooh. the beatmaster, which was not a 40G achievement, I was really hoping it was because that would have checked both boxes. Yeah. The the beatmaster's beat is not correct so it's easier to play for those of you who might be considering shape up i know we talked a little bit about a connect challenge at some point the best way to beat the beatmaster is actually turn the volume off and just watch oh, the visual real? cues yep the, oh, the, man. I, I just out hustled her the the beat and the i wanted it more than that, she did <laughs> it does not match <laughs> that's hey, how i've actually no. that's how i've done most of my rhythm games just putting on mute I want to say, uh, it doesn't matter if the music's on or not. I'm going to be offbeat. And so there came a section where you just got to do like run in place, and that's right. where you get her. And so right. I just out-hustled her, and she didn't have a chance. Uh, I was, man, it, it was it was quite a showdown that night. Yeah, and so to explain these achievements pretty quickly, the, the way the game is structured is that you have various masters, and you're trying to beat them at the game of fitness. The game is structured in such a way that you have, I believe they were 12-week, courses and you're supposed to log in three times a week and go through and collect all the stars and hopefully beat each of the masters at their own game. So here are the achievements that you get that are 40G if you ever intend to do this one. So as I mentioned before, you get badges either for consistency or for your performance. There are two achievements attached to each of that, one for 10 and one for 12. So that's four of those achievements out of the way. There's another one that you get for finishing all three parts of the quest mode in one day. So instead of coming in to the game three times a week, you do about 60 minutes of exercise instead of 20 minutes of exercise. Elroy has amazing cardio, so this was fine for him. For me, <laughs> I nearly died that day. <laughs> the next one is to get an eight-time streak. And this is one that actually requires you to log into the game for eight weeks and continue on your quests. And then there's the final pairing, which came from the DLC, the Champion of the North for defeating the Lumberjack, and North Star for earning every star on his quest. These were not necessarily memorable in and of themselves, but the whole experience of playing through Shape Up and actually completing most of the game. I've actually uh, just got a couple achievements left in one of the DLCs, and two of the four of them are worth 40G, so maybe it's time to return. But it was rewarding to go through and actually legitimately do all this work in an exercise game and earn achievements for burning some calories. What's, uh, what's the lumberjack? Like, What do you gotta do to beat the old lumberjack? <sighs> I'm trying to... I know the I know the ghost spirit one is the one where you have to like, it's similar to the one where you have to punch the watermelons on either side or punch the ice blocks. Mm. Okay. And yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Those are annoying. That, that's, that, but yeah. I don't remember what the lumberjack is, which is probably why I finished the lumberjack. Cause it's the one I felt I could more easily do. And mm. I just never went back around and I don't have a connect cable. So, you know, that's been my excuse for the last, uh, however long it's been since I got a one X. Oh, that is a great excuse. Yeah. It's working out so far. Awesome. <laughs> All right. All right. No, further, um, no further questions. No further <laughs> questions. That uh, goes to my number two. Number two. Number two. I was waiting for it. You really, yeah. <laughs> you had me worried there. Um, so my number two course. pick goes to the super obviously named Operation Anchorage achievement from the Operation Anchorage DLC in Fallout 
Trace. So that's the one you get simply for completing the Operation Anchorage storyline. So why is it one of my favorites? Well, Operation Anchorage was my, you ready? Ready. My first ever DLC. Aww. I popped my DLC Aww. cherry with Operation Anchorage. Man, they grow up so fast. Aww. Which, I which, was... ach- which achievement is that? Like, I'm sure I got it in the PC version by typing <laughs> add achievement number uh, whatever. Uh, I mean, there were probably number, number 40, right? I think there were 50 40. in the base game, if I recall. And I think the DLC had seven. So in theory, this would be number 57. Number 40. That's that's what I'm going with. <laughs> okay. Well, it's, it's probably 57. I actually want to look it up. If it's 57, I will eat Elroy's hat or something. I don't know. So anyway, uh, my first ever DLC. How cute. I was, I was 18 <laughs> young years old. Ah, youth. So the concept of DLC was just fascinating to me, though, because I, I wasn't a PC gamer, so I never experienced expansion packs or anything like that before. So DLC was completely new. It was like, you mean there's more to this game than what's on the disc? Whoa, mind blown. Um, on top of that, this is almost, uh, it was also my first experience downloading any kind of playable content, period. Like, I never did an arcade game, or I never had, like, a title update or anything like that. That was Operation Anchorage came out, and I connected my 360 to Xbox Live for the first time and downloaded it. So, it was like this double whammy, because I'm like, you mean I get to play this content from the hard drive? That's crazy! And, uh, yeah, it's funny to think that that was just ten years ago, because now I'm at the point where, like, ugh, it's on Mm -hmm. disc. I'm not going to play that. I have to get up and put the disc in. Not worth my time. I'll play one of my 374 digital games. Thank you very much. So, how far we've come in 10 years. But thank you, Operation Anchorage, for introducing me to the all-digital future. Uh, it's funny Funny you mentioned that game. I actually have uh, experience in that game in the sense that it's on my tag. Uh, that was back in the old days. Uh, I wasn't quite the youth that you were, but... Uh, I had to have been at least in my thirties, or maybe you were. 20s. You were never. You were never that young. <laughs> You've always so, been an old but, fart. But yeah, what's funny though is that uh, that game uh, it's on my tag because uh, around that time I was subscribed to Blockbuster, and so Blockbuster oh. had games. Dinosaur. And so I'm just like, oh, send me games. This is awesome. I can try all these games, and so like all this garbage is on my tag from that year <laughs> that I. Like Bayonetta got on my tag from that. Whoa, oh, that is uh, not garbage. Fallout that is such a good Three game. got garbage. on my tag from that. Whoa, um, yeah, we're, I'm cutting you off and, until you uh, take that some back. Other, some other ones, and I had those old musty discs sent to me in, in an envelope, and I sent them right back, and I was like, "The hell with this! I ain't gonna ever play this game ever again." And and uh, oh, I did get uh, Dante's Inferno off it, and I enjoyed that one. So maybe it wasn't all a complete wash, but uh, I'm yeah. sorry, I you can't. Say that Dante's Inferno was good and Bayonetta was. Oh, it's amazing! And then yeah, Bayonetta. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. And so yeah, so I gotta get back at some point and play this stupid game because it's on my tag and it's just like sitting there and and uh, I have I think two achievements out of it and I mean it's just awful. Just bringing my whole tag down. It's just it and Rocksmith. They can just go to hell. You have said some very offensive things in the past. That tops the list. What Rocksmith? No, Bayonetta being a trash game. Oh, I thought maybe you were playing the musician card on me. That, like, hurts me to my core. Okay. I'm okay with that. What's number three? <laughs> core shanker. I, 
Wait, is it is it my what? turn? <laughs> I, I got so distracted by you hating on Bayonetta, I I, I lost my place on my web page of notes. I just went so the Roy's third pick. Yeah, okay. Because okay, okay, I was okay. going to cut him off. I don't know that we want to hear his opinions anymore. Here, I. <laughs> yeah, my last pick is. Uh, oh. <laughs> is trash, trash game trash game from oh. Bayonetta. Oh wait, no, that's right. It's, they're all trash that that game. So I I, I couldn't pick Bro. just one from that, and so. <laughs> so my last one num- number one is devil of the caribbean it is from ask creed 4 black flag so this game is uh one that holds a special place in my heart because it was before the days i you know was rent as a lowly chivo hunter that that doesn't care about any game and and i still look forward to all this you know like certain games but this game actually didn't look forward to i just got it for christmas one time I, my brother i guess thought it looked interesting and bought it for me for christmas i had never said I, hey i want this game uh back then there wasn't a whole lot of games for the xbox one and so i'd already finished dead rising 3 and so i guess it was the next logical game to play and so i played it i got uh, I didn't know what I was doing at first, and uh, it was kind of bizarre. I was like, what's this hiding mechanic? Why am I, you know, how come he doesn't see me? I'm right next to him in these bushes. I, I didn't understand anything, you know. And and so I worked my way through it, got over the, the Ascreed learning, you know, curve, and and uh, started doing better and better at it. And it's really not a difficult game once you actually know what you're doing. And so... Uh, you get to where you're basically invincible with the level up system. And at that point you just kind of walk in and there's like a, you know, a hundred enemies and you just shank them all and you're never going to run out. You just throw a few smoke bombs on the ground and it's just stab city and it's over. And I mean, there's no real threat to your mortality in that. And uh, when you get to the higher levels, however, with the way the map set up, you know, everything's kind of in the middle of the map. And then there's a lot of ocean up to the top, to the bottom, to the, you know, the West, the East, um there's you know water on the edges and you're like well that's weird what's going on over here and you want to kind of at this point uh i have i don't know what ta is i was on my own this is the days before i knew what that was and the stone age yeah and so i uh i (laughs) thought well i'm just gonna go see what's on the rest of the map and so i traveled out there and all of a sudden i'm being attacked by what they call a legendary ship and i'm like a legendary ship and I, at this point i thought i was invincible with all these upgrades I, everything was fully upgraded i had 100 you know almost 100 percent sync and i guess in the 100 percent sync you have to defeat the legendary ships and i didn't know what that was so i found them on my own and they just murderized me i mean i thought i was invincible in this game and these ships just murderized me I, it was nothing i could do and so i i tried a few different techniques and it wasn't happening it was not happening i i i figured out on my own okay well if there's one over here there's probably one over here and sure enough there was one over there and it equally murderized me and so i worked on this for hours and hours which is so bizarre for me to say uh nowadays i mean i, I would just be like oh i'm out but yeah, you, I, uh, could, you could earn a whole thousand gamer score from a Rataleka in that amount of time. <laughs> you're, you're, Multiple. More than that. Yeah, I was just saying, say, I could go through like half their their catalog by then. And so I went and tried another one, and I tried another one. To, and I tried a few different approaches, and I finally killed one of them. I felt like I was on top of the world, man. I, I got one of them, killed it. But I might kill two. I don't remember the exact, but I could not finish it. So at this point, 
I was I was in need of help. So I was still stuck in the Nintendo Power days, you know, where you write in and then get some help in a magazine a month later. But uh, basically, if I couldn't read the, the help, I didn't know that it existed. So I discovered that YouTube actually is a great source for gaming tips. Who would have thunk it? it? Back then, I mean, I guess YouTube was still a big thing, but I don't know. I just never thought to get on there and do game, you know, look do a search for any kind of gaming because... I just was always a loner gamer. I just, I just, it was more of like a private thing, you know, just kind of game on my own. And so it was uh, the first time I really branched out and tried to find assistance in that manner. And of course, there was multiple uh, videos on there. It showed me, okay, well, apparently all I have to do is just go hide like behind his butt. So like you go like run right up and get right behind it and it can't hit me. And I just sit there and shoot him with my, you know, and like, I was like, I had never thought to do that. So I basically discovered that, you know, this whole world out there of, oh, okay, I don't have to do this on my own. So uh, that was pretty exciting. So it was kind of a, like you alluded to when you kind of changed as a gamer, uh, that kind of changed me in the sense that I started thinking, not just, you know, being on my own. So, and a little sidebar to that multiplayer or did that ever happen? Did I miss that? The Ask Creed 4 multiplayer? I still got those achievements I need to get. Are those... Uh, <laughs> I, <did> that... <laughs> I think that room might have been retired, but you can always bring it up in Boosting General. Oh, did, did everyone do that? Did I just miss that? Or I, don't, what? I don't think it got off the ground. Oh, dang. Okay. Because I was really looking forward to that because I was wanting to get that completion out of the way. But all right. Well, if anyone's looking to do some Assassin's up. Creed multiplayer boosting, Hit bring it up, up in Boosting General. I just want to chime in that you kept you you said at least four times um, back then, oh, and you're talking about 2014. Yeah, I guess it, I guess it was. Yeah, but you I, know, time time is irrelevant <laughs> when you're old, so I understand. Well, well, it's that, and I don't think people really understand how I'm really not. This is like my third year of really achievement hunting. I really haven't been doing this for very long. Um, I mean, seriously, I've only been doing it for like three summers. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so it really, in my gaming career, and 2014 was five years ago, so, you know, I guess that was five years ago. So two years later, I kind of started in on this downward spiral that is achievement hunting that, you know, it is what it is. Mm. Better mm. or worse? Mm. Worse. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, for, for my uh, number one or three pick this week. Number one. Yeah, I'm not number sure one. which way we're going with this. All right, we'll go with number, number one. Number three. Oh. I... <laughs> So for number three or number one, I went ahead and picked one of my favorite games ever, actually, on Xbox. Because as we've already alluded to multiple times, or in fact, straight out said, we play a lot of garbage as achievement hunters. And it's nice when we occasionally come across that game that we actually really enjoy. Mm. Now, obviously, our thresholds for that are very different because, you know, someone like a Mr. Elroy that might or might (laughs) not come from Tennessee enjoys just playing the next Radalika game for another thousand. For some of us, that gets a little boring after a while. Mm -hmm. While going through the list of 40 Gamerscore games, uh, 40 Gamerscore achievements that I've earned, I came across a quartet of achievements from Rayman Legends, which mm. is one of the best Ooh. games ever. That was a very good game. Amazing. Is that the one and with the foot? With the foot? I don't know, some giant foot was trying to crush you or something? No. Okay, moving <laughs> on. Uh, right, so Rayman Legends. In case you hadn't played, it's a 2D platformer game, very much in the traditional style, and it's just one of the most amazing, well-developed, fun-to-play games, but it does take a while to complete. 
There are four achievements in the game that are worth 40 gamer score. And these are all achievements you get towards the end of playing the game. One is for Journey to the Moon, which is a story achievement as much as there are story achievements in this game. Another is Gold Addict, which is for not only collecting all the uh, teensies in a level, but also collecting 600 lums in each level. The third is So Rich, for earning a million lums overall in the game. And the final one is the final level of awesomeness. Now, for those of you who don't know what that means, the way that Rayman Legends is organized is as you play through the game, you get experience points. And you get experience points for beating levels, for playing in online challenges, all sorts of different things. The game has 11 total levels, and to get from level 1 to 10 is not too trying an experience. But to get from 10 to 11, you're going to have to log into the game daily for a number of weeks. And you're going to have to hope to either get a gold or a silver in these challenges, because a gold is only worth 10 XP and a silver is worth 5 XP. And if you get a lowly bronze, it's worth 1 XP, so why'd you waste your time logging in that day? <laughs> that said, when you finally hit that final level of awesomeness, it's awesome. And totally a memorable experience. In fact, Rayman Legends, I think, is the only game that I have actually made a concerted effort to go for the stack. So not just an easy 1K where, okay, I can go do this again like a Walking Dead, but something where I legitimately took great joy in going through the game again. And of these four achievements, the only one I'm missing in the Xbox 360 version is that final level of awesomeness. So now that this list put this back in my head, I'm looking forward to jump back in. If anyone has the Xbox 360 version and is looking to pick up some uh, wins against people doing challenges, I'll be happy to lay down some low scores for you. Awesome. So are you Fair sure nice. that's not the game with the... You talked about it a long time ago where some foot was chasing you or something like that. Mm. I mean, there's a... there's the giant foot in Snake, Rattle, and Roll in Rare Replay. But I don't mm. think we talked about that one. Giant foot. Mm. I'm not... Yeah, that's not really any bells for me either. Man, that, I think that was the days before... I think that was... You, you alluded to the old days of uh, VSS uh, pre-X. Uh, I think that you talked about some foot, like boss battle maybe. I mean, the Rare Replay one is probably the one you're thinking of. And that's, there is a 40G achievement in Rare Replay, and it's one of the ones for getting a whole bunch of stamps, and it's worth like a 7 ratio. Um, but yeah, in Snake, Rattle, and Roll, there's a giant foot that's the final boss. Yes, that is what it is, because in that game, this giant foot is trying to kill you, and you can use Rewind in Rare Replay, and that's really the way you beat it. And when you're doing it legitimately, it takes a long time, because this foot is impossible. But if you have the disc... <laughs> For the game you can uninstall the patch and there's a workaround yeah that's really it quick. okay okay yeah, that's so that, a... that was not rayman legends because rayman legends is actually a well-developed game and didn't have any <laughs> like that. okay all right I'm, I, thought it was I just want to chime in rayman legends the i i haven't actually played it in a while uh but the end levels the music levels oh they're the best they're fantastic those are like probably some of my favorite memories of this whole generation yep. those are so good the then you get the like the glitchy level. ones where there's like 64 little mini screens and they're like backwards. So good. Right. And the game manages to give you that moment where your heart's racing because you know yep. you're getting close to the end, but they're very difficult, but never unfair. In the best platformers, any mistakes you make are yours. They're not the controls. So Rayman hits all those boxes. It's And it's it's sad that that whole UbiArt engine, which also gave us games like Valiant Hearts and all that, just seems to have gone by the wayside for Ubisoft because it was really some phenomenal stuff. Yeah, that was... Um, that was an early games with gold, actually. That's the only reason I mm -hmm. played it, but I, I thoroughly enjoyed that one. So, anyway, um, speaking of games that I've enjoyed, I also made my number 
three slash number one, whatever we're doing this. I also <laughs> made it a two. game that I thoroughly enjoyed. Number two, what the heck? Um, number nine, do we just really want to? <laughs> yeah, just go for it. So my third and final and my top pick, it's actually a multi-way tie between ten achievements. So Laserstorm, Lazakin, Endokuken, Inferno, Howl, Rampage, Samamish, Cold Shoulder, Power Devour, and Roller Coaster. All ten of these come from Killer Instinct Classic. And those are the achievements for beating Idol, the game's big bad, with each character in the game. So yeah, Killer Instinct, the OG Killer Instinct. Everybody by now knows that I love me some fighting games. And this goes back to some of my earliest memories with the original Killer Instinct on my Uncle Dan's Super Nintendo Oh, I was, I uh, as I was on the Super Nintendo, I only remembered on the mm-hmm. 64. That was Killer Instinct Gold, which was a port of oh, KI2. Right, right. okay. But yeah, the original Killer Instinct, Super Nintendo 1995, hmm. where I was just a, you know, lowly five-year-old, mm-hmm. old fart. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so, <laughs> we're not making fun of you, Em, only Elroy is old. <laughs> right, I haven't <laughs> crested 40 yet. All right, yeah, you're still young. Oh, you're right. still young. Anyway, not only was this my first fighting game, but it's, I'm pretty sure it's the first game that I actually got into. Like, I'd played Mario on, you know, original NES, um, but I never, like, got into them. But KI, I really, I was, I was all about it. Um, my uncle lived with my grandpa, and my dad lived with my grandpa, so every other weekend I'd go visit my dad, and then I would just be like, yeah, bye, dad, like, I miss you, love you, I'm gonna go play Killer Instinct on (laughs) Uncle Dan's Super (laughs) Nintendo, um... So all I wanted to do was play this game, and I only got to play it, like, four days a month. So even though I was only five, like, I knew. I gotta get good. This is going to be, like, my passion. This is what I will do. I will be fighting game extraordinaire. So I played it. I got pretty good. Um, I never... Who was your character? Um, Fulgor, actually. You're about one sentence ahead of me. Good good going. Um, I never (laughs) did beat arcade mode when I was five, but I could make it to Idol using Fulgore. I could make it to the final fight, could never beat him, so I needed Uncle Dan to beat him for me. Um, But, yeah, so go me. Go five-year-old me. Uh, Anyway, eventually, talk of this game made it to my mom, who issued an immediate cease and desist notice because it sounded far too violent, just based on the name alone. She never saw the game (laughs) itself, but it's called Killer Instinct. I can't have my five-year-old baby playing that. Um... You know, probably, probably a good decision, parenting-wise, but I don't know. Uh, Anyway, from that point forth, I was never allowed to play the game again. But that, you know, that didn't stop me. I snuck in a few matches whenever I could. Uh, My dad was like, oh, it's not violent, you can go ahead and play that. So I got to play it whenever I could. Um, But for the most part, that was the end of my KI days, because my grandpa, you know, was doing the good thing. He's like, no, 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 you can't play that game. So... Boo, boo hiss, right? Anyway, fast forward, 2013. I uh, Now I'm 23, I'm still young and sprightly, and Xbox One is announced, and I hear that they are rebooting Killer Freakin' Instinct. Cue joy, delight, absolute bliss, <laughs> nostalgia. What is this? The game from my childhood is coming back. Oh my gosh. I literally bought my Xbox One on day one. I went to the midnight launch in November 2013 solely for Killer Instinct. Yeah, I got Forza 5 just because I felt obligated to get a launch, like, you know, a, a big actual real game. I got Assassin's Creed 4, but Killer Instinct was what I got this console for. Um, 
And I did it only because of my fond childhood memories. Ah, childhood. So anyway, when I found out that if you bought the season pass for season one of the reboot, you got Killer Instinct Classic for free, that was just like the icing on the cake. So I got to play not only the reboot, which is fantastic, by the way, can't recommend it enough, but I got to, you know, rewind. Let's uh, do some math. I got to rewind 18 years and play Killer Instinct. It was awesome. And, uh... To end this trip down memory lane, it was only fitting that the first achievement I unlocked was for finally beating Idol with Fulgore. Awesome. Very fitting. Nice. Yeah. 18 years in the making, baby. So, thank you, Killer Instinct, for a lifetime of fighting game memories. Man. I was more of a spinal guy. Spinal! Spinal. Yeah, yeah, he was... Man, he didn't play around, man. That big... <laughs> yeah. Man, I was... I, I, I tore up some people with Spinal in my college days with the N64, but uh, I think Maya was my backup character, but I was all Spinal, man. Okay. Man, yeah, that guy was tough. KI2, I was all about Kim Wu, who was actually my main in the reboot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have the coordination for fighting games, so... <laughs> you gotta know where your, your limits are. Yeah. That's fair. So, uh, anyway, hope you guys enjoyed our trip down memory lane with uh, our top 40 gamer score achievements. You know who we are. I am X the Hero. Jeffy the Panda's floating around here somewhere. Elroy OMJ and Matriarch with no I. Mm -hmm. Look us up on the usual places. And uh, <laughs> no one's saying anything <laughs> No, look us up in the usual places. You know where to find us. I mean, right. You're listening to the podcast. You probably found it already. Yeah, we've, we've only said right. this, you know, 30 some odd times. I'm trying to think of a scenario like, go, go where... Go find Window of Opportunity on Facebook and give them a like if you've been visiting yeah. the page. You know, yeah, absolutely. Like, like, I uh, I still only have 19 subscribers on YouTube. It makes me oh, cry. Hey, we makes need to start cry. something here. You need to have more likes or more subscribers than you have years of age. I mean, that's just, that's just <laughs> something. That needs I something mean, you could like. probably get your student click factory. To, uh, oh man! Yeah, I could I could use that. some some Memphis fans, I suppose. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening, everybody, and let the countdown to our next episode begin. After my top three ponies, number three Rarity, number two Twilight Sparkle, and number one, which I've already said, Rainbow Dash. Oh, not so fast there, Sparky. I got my top three things that stop more things than my goalie. Number three, <laughs> non-scary ghosts. Number two, watery gelatin. Number one, a freaking turnstile. But wait, there's more. I've got my top three reasons spring is actually the worst season, despite what you've been thinking all this time. Three, Ooh. it's still cold and rainy out there. Two, then it gets really hot and humid. One, allergies. Let the countdown begin right now. No. Hello, and welcome to week three of the Soma discussions. I'm Waka Pale, and with me today I have Dynable. Dynable, hey, hello. And Ben L72. Hi, everybody. Last week we just arrived at Theta in search of the Dunbat, a submarine that is supposed to take us to the deep sea station. We easily find it at the beginning of uh, our search. Unfortunately, the Dunbat is quarantined. Theta that we arrive in has seen better days. There is blood all over the place. Uh, we quickly re realize that everyone is in the basement. 
and that plenty are dead or missing. Yeah, there was a lot more dead bodies this run through. <laughs> or nearly dead. Many of them were not entirely dead. Yeah. They were still moving. And making very burr noises. Creepy breathing noises, yeah. Yeah, you could not interact with them at all. When you start exploring Theta, looking for a cipher to uh, get into the room uh, with the Dunbat, you pass through the living quarters and uh, the bathrooms. And did you notice that you could look in the mirror in the bathrooms? I did not. Uh, Yeah, I didn't catch that either. If you do, you get to see yourself in the mirror and you are clearly not human. (laughs) When you explore the living quarters, you will see rooms of uh, many of the people that you have heard of while uh, traveling across the bases and uh, you can investigate their rooms and read their personal entries and just go through their things, including Catherine's living quarters. There are some fun uh, bits there if you open drawers and look through things it's not as much as i'd like she comments a lot about the things that you pick up and examine but not all of them i thought it would be fun if they did a little bit more with that yeah she mentions you know there's nothing interesting here why are you looking around but uh, it's not too exciting is it not too exciting there is however a well some sort of uh, tablet that you can read uh, with some information about uh, the mind scans and the wow and how it has been stealing mind scans for a while was the tablet the thing on the desk right there it was like to the left yeah, it it was i i just kept picking it up i couldn't figure out how to interact with it I skipped. I kept throwing around. Yeah, it it has some. the The important part is that uh, they. Well, Catherine realized that the Wow has been stealing the mind scans that she's been doing, but she doesn't know what for, uh... and doesn't seem very bothered about it. It's just a footnote. I, I will say not to get off track, but I, I'm trusting Catherine less and less. No, I know you guys have been. Not trusting her as much. You also find Mark Sarang's living quarter. That guy is crazy. He does have some sound reasoning. Well, up until the point where he tries to get you to kill yourself. <laughs> I can see the appeal of his teachings. But if you look at it too closely, I really don't think it holds water. No. You also find Robin Bass' room. You missed her last time. She was uh, inside a robot uh, outside of Theta. You find a suicide note and uh, there's blood all over her bed. She did what she thought she did and killed herself immediately after getting the scan. So there's not a lot of humans around besides those half-living things in the basement. Does the basement have that green room too? Or is that another place? The basement uh, has the server room mainly. Okay. Before you go to the basement, you find Catherine's lab, and in it you also find Simon's brain scan and uh, audio logs from uh, while Simon was alive. During the brain scan, after the brain scan, and then one month later when they realized that the treatment hasn't worked and that he is lying on his deathbed. Did you hear those? 
Yep, listened to those, and uh, he took the news pretty well that he died, but I suppose knowing that he was in the future, it was almost certain he was dead anyway. Then you can choose to keep the brain scan around or destroy it. I think I destroyed that. I didn't see any point in destroying it. It seems his brain scan is a standard piece of uh, software in every AI dev kit, so (laughs) there's thousands of him out there. So it's probably around in different places, but you will realize later that uh, you have deleted it from the entire station because you will find other computers with Simon's brain scan and it's it's gone if you delete it. Uh To find the cipher, you need to uh, reboot the router. Apparently, even in the futures, they haven't got the routers working correctly yet. The router is down in the basement in a server room and... uh, That place is rather creepy. There is a monster stalking the server room. Yeah. That monster's the creepiest, man. Like, the one with, like, the big-ass, uh... I don't even know how to explain it. It's like like a sack with legs. Yeah. (laughs) That's a a pretty accurate description of it. (laughs) It's creepy as hell. And makes horrible, horrible noises as well. And you're playing in safe mode, so... It wasn't too bad for you, but it... No, <laughs> it's still scary, man. Ben L, you're playing in normal mode. I don't think the monster was much of a pain, but uh, did you die from it? He died for me a couple of times before I realized, you know, how to avoid him. It made that section really vexing because I was always conscious of him coming up and running away. So it took me a lot longer to actually solve how to do it. And I eventually had to resort to a guide to figure out exactly what I had to do just because I was so freaked out by the monster. <laughs> The puzzle is really straightforward, but mm-hmm. uh, since you are hiding from the monster, you might not look at the screen to see what you have to do. It was more the tiny yellow button that I missed when I was in a hurry. You had to press a tiny, tiny button to open something. Yeah, and then you have to uh, confirm that you want to re- reset it, and you have to do it within a minute. Yeah. Now, once I found the button, the rest of it fell into place, but it was harder because I was freaking out because the monster was so creepy and would kill me. Once you're set router, you go upstairs to the lab again, and you need to find the security cipher. And you do so by pulling in a brain scan from Brandon 1, who was a security member on the station. Inside the simulation, you have to trick him. Uh, You have to trick him to give you the cipher. Brandon freaks out uh, once he hears Catherine's voice. There is, if you go to his quarters, there is a statement from him that has written down that the biggest pain was that Shun girl. She is so f***ing uncomfortable at all times. It makes my skin crawl. So he is not a fan of Catherine at all. (laughs) Not many seem to be. A fan of Catherine on the station. Once you got the cipher, did you erase his data or did you decide to keep it around? I erased it. I also kept it around in case you might need it later. There is a bit if you erase Simon. He says that at least there will will not be any more Simons running around this place. So do you expect to run into another Simon at one point? Hopefully not. (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised. Wait, so if you erase it or don't erase it, does that affect the spoilers, probably? It might. <laughs> uh, there, there are so many tiny things that or choices you can do that you might not even realize are choices that uh, 
changed the game just slightly. Uh, once you've gotten the cipher, you get access to the Dunbat. And uh, it's a there's a puzzle to activate it that is, uh, I think it's really good. I had to look up a walkthrough for this one. You basically have to plug in a console and uh, uh, push a few buttons to activate the Dunbat. And it's it's not really a puzzle, it's just push buttons in a sequence. But uh, the payoff when you do is really good. This is one of my favorite moments in the game. It's so simple when you know it, but I was sitting there for... It was probably like a good 10, 20 minutes maybe. And I was like, okay, I I don't know how to do this. I gotta go online and look this up. I was so mad when I pulled up the YouTube video. All all it was was the guy was just picking up this uh, cord and plugging it in. (laughs) I was just like, really? I missed that? Yeah, the power cord. (laughs) I managed to get that one. I was sitting there like messing with the dongles and all, or all the buttons and stuff, and it just it wasn't working. All the puzzles seem so obvious in hindsight, but it's easy to miss. Uh, if you miss just one piece of critical information, or you just don't realize that you can interact with objects, you can get stuck rather easy. Once you activate the Dunbat, things go a bit crazy. Oh yeah. Just a bit. Just a little bit. The Dunbat comes alive, curses Catherine, says that it is all her fault, and uh, then gets the hell out of there without you. <laughs> and I, I expected things to go south. I did not expect it to go south in such a, such a spectacular fashion. I'd agree with that. I thought, I thought something would go wrong, but uh, it coming to life and cursing. <laughs> that was fun. Well, uh, since since I looked up the walkthrough, that part was kind of spoiled for me. Because the achievement is plan B, so, I don't know. I kind of expected something to that degree to happen. Well, did did you expect the submarine to come alive, cursing Catherine, and then getting out of there? Oh, no, 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 no. I didn't didn't expect that. No, no, no. (laughs) That part was unexpected. Once you wake up, you go through a couple of events until you end up in a workshop uh, where you find a prototype of the Ark. There's some information regarding the project and you get to do a simulation to see how the arc works. Uh, You also have the opportunity to find out what you are made of, which is also one of my favorite scenes in the game. You find out you're a girl. Uh, Well... And a corpse. (laughs) Meshed to a diving suit. Yeah. So, we we guess we'll have to ask Freemhole if... uh, this counts as play with a female protagonist or not. <laughs> Catherine is really happy about the discovery. Simon is not as pleased knowing that he is a diving suit with a dead girl inside and just some electronics shucked in for good measure. But again, with the slightly sociopathic Catherine, the, she's pleased with the elegance of the design, basically. <laughs> 
Imogen? Who's that? It looks like the basis for your body is one of my old colleagues. A standard cortex chip for robots, including the data reader and the OcuTorch, has just been forced through the skull. What? Structure gel has fused the whole construction together. Amazing stuff. No, 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 hold on, back up. I'm one of your old colleagues? Well, your body is. Imogen Reed. That's disgusting. Hey, don't say that. She was my... She was nice to me. Anyway, the Cortex chip is good news. That means we can transfer your mind to the Ark with a pilot seat. Kath, I'm half a dead person. Yes, it makes sense. Think about it. Yeah, I can see why people are not very fond of her. Once you're done at uh, the workshop, uh, there's a monster section where you have to find a security ship, update it, and uh, use it to open a door. I'm not a big fan of the monster sections. This one is uh, actually rather easy. He's so scary though, man. The design. Yeah, they, they are creepy. He's creepy, but at least this bit is fairly well lit and you've got some hang of how to avoid him. Yes. Well, well, it's well lit until you enter that one room and all the lights shut off. And then you have to remember that you have a flashlight. Which I remembered this time. You also get to get some more information in the doctor's office regarding the recent patients, which include Catherine... And uh, her gang, who is trying to get the Ark into space, living Catherine. Uh, also, the Doctor is not at all very nice about Catherine in her notes, if you read them. <laughs> I was too spooked, I didn't read them. Uh, you also learn that uh, Acres is one of the monsters. You also find out that Brandon sacrificed himself to get the rest of the team going to get the Ark to the space gun. Oh! You know, speaking of Brandon, that that part where you had to like take the, I don't know what it was called. You you have to take like a card from his hand. The security chip. Yeah, can, the computer chip, or whatever, from his hand. That that part it, it hit me a little hard. I was just like, dang, dude, like you're just like gra grabbing the stuff from his hand. Yeah, if you go up to it, you see that he has something in his hand that you clearly need, and if you just if you just press to pick it up, it doesn't work. You have to manually drag it from his hand, which is gripping rather hard. So his hand goes up and uh, you have to pull a bit before the item drops. Yeah, some nasty stuff. <laughs> Once you have gotten out of that area and ended up in an elevator, the elevator gets stuck. Then you have to figure out a way out of there and there is a hatch that is easy to find. I keep looking at the uh, ceiling of elevators every time uh, uh, they get stuck in games but in this case it's actually on the floor i i do the same thing i looked up first yeah yeah it's the obvious thing to do isn't it <laughs> once you open it you see a ladder you climb the ladder and immediately it snaps and you fall down which is not an issue in the big scheme of things. It hardly slows you down, but it's a bit of a oh-no moment. Immediately after that, we have uh, one of the biggest uh, scares in the game. You need to go through a corridor and uh, get jumped by a sprinting monster. This is so scary, dude. I, I don't know that dude... That... Yeah, that one got you. Like, he runs down the steps. I don't know that guy. 
Yes. Oh my god. That's what I was talking about earlier. Like, uh I fucking hated that. That was so scary. The the first time I played that bit, I thought that I had died and that the game had uh, crashed or got hung up or something. I thought I died. There's a really long, dark screen before you wake up to a dream sequence with your girlfriend. I I was just like, I'm playing on easy mode. How did I die? What's going on? Yeah, I was halfway convinced I died, but because it didn't actually do the screen of death, which I've seen a few times, which is a kind of montage of clips, I thought I'd give it another few seconds, and thankfully it continued. You have a dream sequence with your girlfriend, and immediately after that, you wake up with, um, well, stuck to a wall, like the other half-humans that you find around the place. I like all the people on the walls. Yes. Ugh. <laughs> it almost reminds me. Have you ever watched like a Cronenberg uh, film? Yeah, I have. It it reminds me of that almost, like that like body horror kind of thing, or almost like a From Beyond. Like it just reminds. Yeah, there there are there is certainly some body horror going on. Yeah, and most of it is not even organic. Uh, there's a lot of uh, a lot of tech just tucked into some organic pieces and there's some really creepy designs in this game yeah i i just even on safe mode like i've said multiple times i get like just walking through i just felt like i just wanted to get through it like i was enjoying playing it but i was still just like i want to get through this i I just want to run through all this i don't want to see this this is probably the low light of the entire game, in my opinion. This navigational puzzle that you have to do. Uh, just go through a corridor, find crawl spaces to uh, get through the area. The crawl spaces do not help. No, and there's the monster is there chasing you all the time. And I remember it being a pain playing on normal mode it wasn't too bad in safe mode but uh, <laughs> yeah. it it's still not i did not care for it much how how'd that go for you ben very badly <laughs> um it's so dark and your flashlight really doesn't seem to do very much at all so i was constantly backing into corners trying to stay alive because if it kills you you're back to the start um it's all looking very similar and the actual thing you have to do to solve the puzzle is up on a wall. I was mostly crouching and looking at the floor. So I wandered around for ages, died several times, wandered around some more, went back to the beginning. Eventually I had to find a guide to find what exactly what I was looking for, which was a panel on the wall you have to rip open. So found that bit very frustrating. Yeah, and I don't know if they tell you that you have to look for a panel in some way. I have no idea how you were supposed to figure that out. Absolutely not. The only clue, I think, is that the door you find says power malfunction or something, so clearly you're looking for something power-related, but I didn't get it. I had to cheat. Mm. I just found it by accident. I did not use a guide at all for the the first time I played this game, and I got through it somehow. Yeah, Yeah, I remember not liking this section very much. There is only one more section that uh, I think is rather bad there's a, that there's another one like you have this? yet to come across it's not exactly like this but it's close and oh. uh, yeah i think this is the worst one but uh, there's only one more that's as bad as this 
section. That, that was stressful. Yeah, and you're playing in safe mode. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why Ben, uh, all the all the respect to you there. <laughs> I don't know how you're doing that. <laughs> uh, well, as I say, I'm dying a fair amount. Carpe Adam and uh, Philip Wendell fin- finds this game so relaxing that they fall asleep to it. So I don't, I don't see how they're falling asleep, <laughs> especially in the horror sections. <laughs> Nerves of steel, those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even without the safe mode issues, though, I mean the creepy yeah. noise, ha! Huh? The screaming of that alien that's chasing you. <sighs> yeah, the the horror was really ramped up this episode. And yeah, and the visuals too. This one, like I said, like it's like a, almost like you're watching the thing or something. Uh, yeah, things get really messy after you turn on the power to get through the door. There's a big room that you have to traverse, uh, climbing uh, ladders up and down until you find an exit. I didn't think I was scared of heights until playing this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm usually like I could go like to a hotel in real life. It's like real high. It's okay. But in this game, when I was like real high and I just looked down, there's just water and just pipes and all that. That for whatever reason, that scared the hell out of me. Yeah, if you fell down, you had to find the the ladder again <laughs> in that murky water, and you didn't want to do that. No, that area sucked. I, I had a massive problem because oh, I had to resort to a guide in the end. I went straight into the level, went forward, seeing where I thought I had to go for, and wandering around, climbing up ladders, falling off ladders. The answer turned out when I had to resort to a guide after wandering around for about 20 minutes, not finding the right thing, was that the only ladder that gets you to the exit is right by the entrance, and you should never be in the water again after that. But it was in no way clear... And I was so close to this exit all the time, I was convinced I was missing something obvious. Yeah, you have to drop down to get there, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a point where you just gotta like, dive. Oh yeah, but I was I was wandering around and climbing onto these low structures that were nothing to do with the correct path at all. You just follow the ladders uh, until you find a dead end and then you jump down. The ladders are misleading though, because there's some ladders that have nothing to do with anything to like the side. I mean, you can't get to them. There's four ladders in the water that will take you out of the water, but only one actually gets you to the pathway of ladders and scaffolding and stuff. I didn't ever pick the right one. I didn't realise that. I thought it was just the ladder that you have immediately from where you drop out. No, there's some, mislead- there's some misleading ladders there. Well, that's not very nice. No. That's bad game design. It felt like they should be useful, but they weren't. Yeah, well, that's too bad. Once you have traversed that room, you find the emergency flush, and as soon as you press it and uh, go back out the pipe that you came in, there's a monster coming from one end, and you have to run away from it, only to immediately get flushed out. Dude, that's the... That's, ah! <laughs> that scared the hell out of me! When you're, cause you, you see that monster, you're like, I gotta run. You know, I'm playing on safe mode, I'm sorry, I gotta, get, I gotta get away from this. So I'm running, and then you just, I get smacked by water. <laughs> that, uh, that was stressful. Yeah, there are some pretty good uh, jump scares in this section that we played. Oh yeah, that was very, that was very good. 
Yes, it did ramp it up on this uh, this chapter or whatever. My heartbeat was just like... <laughs> now, I can't really remember what exactly is coming up. I don't think it's going to be as stressful next time. Hopefully not. Oh, good. Yeah, un- unless you're afraid of the dark. Because yeah. <laughs> things are going to get really dark. Jeez. Both thematically and environmentally. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, achievement that we are going to end for this week is called Endangered Species, and it is technically a missable. It it really is not missable if you're at all curious about the story. Uh, what I can say is that we do not play stop playing immediately as we get the achievement. We keep exploring the room where we get the achievement, do everything that we want to do. And uh, once we're ready to leave, we can we can close the game and uh, wait until the final week where things will really start popping off. Is the potentially missable one the second one, the second achievement or the first achievement? It's the second achievement. So the the first one ne- for next week you cannot miss unless you're pro, <laughs> who actually got through the first achievement without actually obtaining it somehow. I think he's the only person on TA who has managed to do that. But you might as well just not get it then. It's, it's a, you got an accomplishment, accomplishment of itself there. <laughs> once you have unlocked uh, uh, endangered species, keep exploring the room and once you are done, you can uh, turn off the game and uh, wait until next week for the final episode. Woo. Okay, looking forward to it. Any ideas where the story is going? Uh, Dynable is not trusting Catherine anymore. Yeah, yeah. Catherine's evil. She's <laughs> going to kill us. That's uh, my theory. Uh, I think Catherine's nutty, but not evil. And Akers is going to kill us. We will see next week what happens. Catherine kills us. Thanks for joining me, BenL72 and Dynable. See you guys next week. Thanks for having me. Bye, everyone. See you next week. Wow, that's so cool. It's the whole gang. A crew photo? Really? Who are you saving this for? The world was dead. Thanks, Simon. I thought being an asshole wasn't invented until the 22nd century. Now I know better.